Thank you so much for tuning in to the Spiro Avenue Show. You could follow us on social media at Spiro Avenue on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can also watch our full episodes and clips and highlights on YouTube. And we would appreciate it if you could hit that subscribe button for us. Anyways, thank you so much for tuning in, and I hope you enjoy. Well, you do have nowhere to hide because the reveal is here. It's going to be an incredible show. I could not be more excited. The timing couldn't be any better. This has been in the works for months and months and months. We're going to get to it. Those on Twitter know exactly what I'm talking about. Those tuning in on YouTube, Facebook are rolling their eyes saying, what the hell is he talking about? You're going to find out in a second. But first, we have to remember who is paying the bills. It's not me. It's not Ben. The guests are wonderful. It's not them either. It is the sponsors. Tonight's presenting sponsor, good friend of mine, Michael Fick. Check him out. One of our newest sponsors. He's fantastic. Superior Home Lending, www.superiorloans.mortgage. That's Michael Fick. He's the man. If you're buying a house, if you're refinancing, if you need to get some equity out of that property to buy some tickets on StubHub for this Saturday's football game, whatever it may be, hit him up. He's actually a diehard Detroit sports fan, big Michigan State fan. Forgive him, Michigan fans. We'll get to that in a minute, Chris. But uh, hit him up. He's the man. He's awesome. I highly recommend this guy. He'll shoot the shit with you. He's a one-man shop, and you cannot do better. We, these mortgage companies are all over the place. You can't, you can't beat this guy. Call or email to apply. Unfortunately, there's like two or three people on the planet that wouldn't qualify, so you have to go through the hoops. Check him out. NMLS number 1159792 at nationwidelicensingsystem.org. That's Michael Fick. Okay, the bills are paid, so it's time to get to it. Look, uh, there's times on this show that I do a big introduction, and I like to hog the mic for seven or eight minutes, and eyelash on my face or not. I It's a Spiro Avenue show. You have to be at least a little bit narcissistic to name the show after yourself and hang neon signs with your name all over the goddamn place. Thanks. But today we're going to deviate from the norm, and you're going to not hear that much from me in the first half at least. I'm going to try to contain myself. I'm going to set the table because this is a very special edition, not just because it's the first time the table's been this crowded and I'm sitting in this corner because that is, in fact, the first time and Leonidas' sword's coming out of my uh, forehead. We are a crowded table with three distinguished guests, and the timing could not be any better. So I'm going to go counterclockwise from myself. We have the classic Detroit legend, the Sausage King, the guy everybody knows. He's a hero on Twitter. He's a hero on the streets. Everybody loves him. He's Andy Isaac, World of Isaac. Welcome. Uh, your second appearance, technically. You're first in this format, though. My goodness. Yes. This is like the the view. This is like a, a view table in like a Michigan, Michigan State football right now. It's it. We're, yeah. we're in the zone. Yeah, we are. We are in the zone. And it's a good time to be in the zone. We're yeah. going to get to all this zoning in a minute. So keeping the clock hand moving, Jalen Watch Jackson making your second appearance in this house, first appearance on the mic. I do, I don't do I have to tell people who Jalen Watch Jackson is? I mean, oh yeah, you know the guy that made the play that's on the top five list on any list you can find from here to Timbuktu. It's a Michigan State legend, a hero. Legend, legend like, cannot be overstated. If you buy a beer, I'm kick, like kicking everyone's ass in whatever town you're in ever. Like you should, ju- you're just. Whatever the opposite of persona non grata is at you. You're a legend. Happy to have you back. Um, it, it's just, it's what a better, what better time that, than to have Dylan watch Jackson two days before the Michigan Michigan State game. I'm excited. And the yin to your yang. There were two people that really <laughs> went viral after that moment. And there were two people whose phones were blowing up more than any others. 
I can't believe you outranked Blake O'Neill, but I bet your phone was hotter. I bet your phone was hotter. Chris Baldwin, University of Michigan graduate, student at the time, a a victim of this crime by this gentleman, <laughs> which was the, the, the most rewarding crime in the history of Michigan State Athletics. That's Chris Baldwin. And I, I think your face is very recognizable, but you were the one with the, the classic Surrender Cobra reaction after the play. Wait, was it called Surrender Cobra back then? I had not heard that until after. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, uh, I feel yeah. like I feel like I was maybe the origin. I, I don't know who coined you may it. Have been the origin have, of the surrender cobra. That's incredible. I mean, it's like popularized it. I feel like. Oh, yeah. you definitely. That that's not. We don't have to litigate that. You definitely popularized it. I, I I've never seen. I mean, you see like the the fans, like the crying fan and playing the violin or whatever the student at UVA or whatever it was. Like you've transcended everybody in that regard. And it's fascinating. Like what a good spirit uh, you have with this and what a good sport you are. And we're gonna get to that in a minute. But look, look this audience. It's a Michigan State heavy audience. A lot of Michigan fans as well. Everybody already knows what I'm talking about, but I want to sort of set everything up with the play. I don't know how I'm sitting here in a room with both of you. I mean, I, Isaac, I, I got over the fact that he tolerated me a few months ago. It took me a while. Mm, tolerated is a, it's a, a little kind generous, word. Here. A little generous. <laughs> but, so I, I've accepted that he's like at least semi-tolerating me. But uh, having been at that game, having followed everything for so long, uh, it, it's kind of surreal for me. It's so cool to have you guys both and appreciate your time. Uh, so we are going to set up with the play. Uh, there's no better way to fire off the Michigan Week cannon than to have you guys here. I think you were there. I mean, opposite ends, obviously. But uh, for, I would say, the most iconic moment in the series, transcending the clock game and probably Braylon's big catch and, and things of that nature. So, and, and TJ Duckett, right? TJ Duckett. Well, you t- that's the clock game, right? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, Duck- yeah, I same same thing. Yeah, Duckett okay. caught the touchdown after the clock game, but okay. yeah, we'll, we will have the Michigan State history lesson later for football. But uh, <laughs> so yeah, huge game around the corner. We're gonna get there. So we're gonna start. Let's just play the play, and then I want to get into it a little bit more. So this is trouble with the snap, as it's known. Wait, can I cheer? You can, you? <laughs> you can do whatever so you want. You can do whatever you want. Sorry, Chris. So the trouble with the snap. Yeah, to look 2015 <laughs> October, Chris. Plug your ears, hide your eyes, whatever you got to do. Here we go. Well, he has trouble with the snap, and the ball is free. It's picked up by Michigan State's Jalen Watts-Jackson, and he scores on the last play of the game. Unbelievable. We're going to have Ben play this 38 more times, and then we're going to talk about it. So uh, this is something, um, you know, I've I've never sat. We talked about it briefly at the painting uh, unveiling, and, you know, you were getting pulled in a million directions because everybody loves you, and how could they not? Uh, You know, Chris, obviously, we've never spoken about this. I'm excited. I've seen your quotes here and there. It's never really been done in a long form. So I want to just start – we're going to be kind of bouncing back and forth. Isaac's going to be jumping in. I want to start with Jalen first. So we played the play. Just take me through the moment leading up to the play. So you're dead in the water. I have a Michigan fan screaming behind me in my ear, calling me things I can't repeat because, <laughs> it, I mean, it's like slurs. I mean, you know, the, the white guy getting called slurs, but it happened. It happened with witnesses. Um it was bad, and it, it, we were we were done. And the the highlights of that day show, you know, the the old Spartan fans just shrugging, and Connor Cook looks like his dog just died on the right. sideline. Where was Jalen Watts Jackson 
headspace in that moment? What were you thinking as Harbaugh calls the timeout with one second left on the play clock? You know the punt's coming. What are you thinking? Are you, are you hopeful? Um, definitely hopeful. At first, I kind of was just, I was like everybody else, just taking it all in, just watching it as it transpires. Like, I'm, I'm watching my teammates come off the field. You know, people are crying. People are, you know, taking their helmets off and disappointing defeat. And then I kind of just, like, had to lock it all back in. Like, all right, it's, damn, it's still another play out here. And the last thing I'm going to be doing is dragging ass on the last play of the game, you know, and get cussed out in film. So I think we all kind of had the same mindset. And, like, another thing, like, at Michigan State, they take special teams serious. Like, our coaching staff, they took special teams serious as hell. So I think we all kind of had it in our mind, like, you know, if this is going to be the last play, we all going to just go out here and, and do our thing and – it worked out for us, man. It worked out for us. So you, you definitely had a lot of doubts. So your, your head was more like, I got to make sure on film I'm not dogging it. <laughs> man, <laughs> like, which man is basically, balance. like, man, I'm not trying to get cussed out. We, oh, we lose this game. I already know the vibes are gonna be off. <laughs> yeah. We ain't partying tonight. We ain't, you know. So I'm just thinking in my head, like, like I said, all taking it in. Like, damn, man, we had a good season going, and you know, we came as a highly anticipated game, and for it to be ending like this, and like I said, it felt like we were kicking the ass all game but like you know the score just wasn't you know so I say we we all went out there with the same kind of thing in our head like man we about to go out here and give it our all for this last play so and we're gonna bounce around I we'll, we'll go to you Chris I want to take you into the same moment in time because I know what the fans around me were doing the, the Michigan fans hey the Spartan fans they weren't doing much they weren't emoting much it was they were like basically sinking into the cement ground the Michigan fans around us were jovial. It was like a formality. This is just, you know, get get the kickoff and, and get on the field and celebrate. Where was Chris Baldwin? You're in the student section. Where, where's your headspace? Are you thinking this thing's done? What are we even doing here? Like, let's get the party started kind of thing? Yeah, I mean, for sure. I absolutely, so college game day was uh, in Ann Arbor that day. So I had camped out with my friends, like, overnight. We were in the front row for college game day. You know, it was like, how exciting is that? Like, you know, all the festivities, you know, tailgating all day get to the game, the game, you know, it was a good, great game. I mean, competitive the whole time, back and forth. Um, and so, you know, I'm exhausted after all that. Uh, and, yeah, you finally feel it, like, you know, it's going to win. It's a big win, you know, first Harbaugh year. Like, get that, you know, get the momentum going forward. Like, you know, both teams were ranked. Like, what a great win. You know, you definitely, you know, you feel that energy, right? The positive energy. People are ready to sing and dance and cheer, and we're all going to walk back up Main Street happy. And, uh, yeah, and then, you know. And then Jalen ruins ruins the night and ruins, like, everyone's life. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Pretty much. Which I don't even think that's right. hyperbole. They're still being tortured by this six years later. <laughs> it's not like, oh, okay, it's been six years, but tomorrow it's going to stop. Like, well, I mean, we'll be dead, and that play will still be a thing. I, it's, I feel like. I feel like as the years have like gone on, it kind of like has grown in the yeah, Like you know, the first year after I got out of college, it was like okay, like a thing, like you know, come around. And then last year, you know, the game was in Ann Arbor, so you know, it was died down a lot. But like I feel like this year, with it being such a highly anticipated game, and you know, us both being ranked, and like they they pulling out yeah. all the shots this year. All They're the pulling out all like the old highlights, and this me? one like, is like the, is like the top day. one. You know, every yeah. single the time, highlight. man. Yeah, it's the one, and you're. I, you weren't even on the field, and you're in the highlight every time. It's <laughs> right. like, I, don't, I mean, it's you Chris wish. might have the most recognizable face in the rivalry. Probably more. For real. Oh, like, I, that, they, they're, sorry, they're more likely to recognize him than you. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 I just, definitely. I, it's incredible. It's a great point. 
I think I tweeted out a picture of Jalen um, the first time we met uh, a few months ago, and people didn't recognize yeah, him. Yeah, who is that guy? Right? They're <laughs> they like, zoom in on the name tag. Yeah, yeah. Like, who is the That's guy? And like, I tagged his uh, his like Twitter account, but like Jalen doesn't tweet all that much, so it's like people are like, who is this guy? I'm like, this is Jalen Watts, man. I was like, how do you not know this guy? But I swear, if I took a picture with Chris, if I was to be like, That's that's the dude from the Michigan game. That's the surrender oh, cobra. Yeah. That's the yeah. surrender cobra guy. So it's that's it's fantastic. I mean, fantastic for us. I don't know how fantastic it is <laughs> for Chris. And like I, Chris, I want to take a moment to apologize because I have probably made fun of you so many times in the last six years. I I, I would maybe say like four or five hundred times I, I have made fun of you. Yeah. So for every single time I have made fun of you, I sincerely apologize. Plus, it seems like you're such a like a nice person. And I'm like, now I, I feel bad. Right? Yeah, like, I, I feel bad, but also it was still a pretty freaking awesome moment. Right? It, I mean, it, couldn't, it couldn't have happened to somebody better equipped to handle it, though. Because look at you. Like, you're here talking about it. And you, yeah, he, like, takes it in stride. Yeah, like, stuff, hanging man. out. We'll talk about, like, D'Antonio later. I want to get to that later. Like, most people would be, like, you know, talking to a therapist about it. So, <laughs> I just, I praise you for rolling with it. I would like to think I would do the same thing, but I'm not going to pat myself on the back that hard. You know, the bruising would be unbearable. Yes. It, it, it's just, yeah. I, just, I, don't, I don't think I would. I got to be honest. I don't think I would. I, I think we talked to you, Isaac. Where the hell were you on that famous October day? In I actually don't. The only thing I remember from that game is I called my buddy Tim, and I think Tim's watching um, today. We called it. All there was was screaming on on both sides because we didn't expect like you know like it was one of those things it was just so unexpected and you're like wait did he actually get in like there was just so much commotion and i'm talking to him on the phone and all we're doing is just is just screaming back and forth it's like oh my god oh my god and it was like that's that's the only thing i remember like i don't remember anything else like i don't remember if i was in my room or if i was in like the family room watching but like i remember just calling my buddy tim and just screaming back and forth. Just blacked out. Yeah. I really, I really, I really, it's like I ate kind of like when you eat too much and like you get like, or you like when you eat ice cream and you get like the brain freeze. I think that's kind of like what happened to me. Yeah. I mean, they were lining up for the punt coming out of the timeout. And, you know, I, I mentioned it briefly. The guy in back of us was giving it to us the entire game. And if we even like clapped, he was like, you're in our house, get, get the oh, yeah. fuck out of Ann Arbor and all that stuff. I, I, I'm pretty sure he didn't. Go there. He was he was like usually, a college student. How it is. Yeah, yeah, usually. Yeah. Um, Jalen throws the first bar <laughs> first barb of the night. He goes all well, of right across. Well, I, see, but to me the line, and I don't know, you guys can weigh in. Like to me, the line is I you don't have to have gone there, but Fact, you no. can't play the academic card or say, like, oh, a C student, Michigan State, or can't read, can't write stuff. Unless you went to Michigan. If you went to Michigan, whatever. It's like all is fair in love and war kind of thing. Mm. But, like, you're not a soldier in that war if you didn't actually go there in the academic war anyway. But uh, I digress. But this guy's screaming, you know, gay slurs. Yes, a racial wow. slur for black people, not white people. I don't know why, but that's where he went. Um, and, uh, and this is as they're lining up. You, you fucking this, that. You, know, you guys came to Ann Arbor. We showed you guys. And you guys are like, just the, the snap's about to come off. And he's giving it to my brother and I standing there. And uh, obviously the play happens. And I had a similar experience as you. I saw, I remember it was right in front of us. I remember everything at the first two seconds. And I kind of had a blackout three or four seconds where I was like, 
what's going on? And then I like came back to like inside the 10 yard line. And right when you were inside the 10, I'm thinking I want you to go down. Yeah. Ben, can we pull up like the, the Charlie Chaplin version of the play? Um, I want silence. Char- oh. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I'm, I'm very cultured. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I want Ben to dial that up. So, I mean, for the audio listeners, tough break, but you know, turn on your TV guys. Come on. Uh, so this is kind of the sound free version. So, Obviously, we got to talk about what Jalen's thinking in this second right there. Yeah, pause it there. What are you thinking right there? You see the ball come out. Is is that just like a, oh, shit, or or is it just reaction, no thought at all? Like, Kind of take me through what you're thinking when that ball pops out. So it was a point in time, like, where the ball was in the air, and I kind of was just looking straight at the punter and everybody tackling him, and I didn't even know, like, notice the ball was kind of flowing. Then I look up a little bit, and that motherfucker's coming down right in my hand. So I stuck my hand out and grabbed it. Um, so it got on you. It kind of like just it, came on you. It, got, it yeah. kind of came on me. Like, it would have been real some real clumsy shit. Like, if I didn't. <laughs> but, like, thankfully, like, it came, it came down. You know, I peeped it out kind of last minute. And then as it rolled on. Got it. And I instantly, I saw the guy. I'm gone at this moment, by the way. I don't know what that is. <laughs> yeah, anyway, this is yeah. when I blacked out. Right, right here, right at the 21 <laughs> But I come back line. in at the 10. But yeah, sorry, Jalen. This so is your, your stage. Here. I catch the ball, and I look straight up at the clock. I'm like, oh, shit. Like, we got six seconds left. So I start running, but, like, I can also see the Michigan guy. And Jermaine is in between us, but Jermaine, if you go back a little bit, Jermaine you see, he was staring at me at first the whole time. Oh, Yeah. So yeah, I like, never that. noticed that. So before. I'm kind of trying to give it to him, like, like turn, turn around. around. Turn around. <laughs> so uh, we running. I'm kind of peeping the guy, trying to. My head is directly looking towards out of bounds. I see Jermaine pick up the block. So from here, I don't even see Jake Butt running. I just see all white. And from here, I'm thinking like, yeah, you're home. You you're score. home free. Yeah, yeah, I gotta go score. Jake Butt closing that was seriously like Tayshawn on Reggie Miller. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Really is. I mean, even Just with the ob- last second little burst, like, even yeah, with yeah. the obstruction that you had to get around, like I can't believe you closed that. If you like, if you it's are a watching, spider right behind your neck. Seriously, yeah, get, like get up, turn around. Spider, I'm good. I'm not. I'm not worried about spiders. Spider Man. Spider- <laughs> this is the most guess we've ever had. Now we have another one that wasn't scheduled. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so Ben, can you fire it back up when right at the end? So. A couple back seconds if you can. But when you have three or four seconds left, is there, you know, is there any thought to going down, stepping out of bounds? Because if you step out right here, there's going to be two seconds left, at least one. I mean, the game's not going to end if you step out right here. It's like a 27-yard field goal to win. Like, does it, was that, or were you thinking the whole way, like, I'm scoring? I don't no, no, no. I definitely was not thinking the whole way. I'm scoring. I'm scoring. It, it literally was when Jermaine kind of turned his head and picked up the block. That I'm like, like I said, I can only see all white. I'm like, man. And one of the biggest misconceptions, and we it actually came up a few times at the um, the event in July, is people think that the dog pile is what got your hip got broken, me. but it was Jake Butt's hit, right? Yeah, it yeah. was the tackle. Um, when he tackled me, my knee kind of went straight into the ground. Mm. And, uh, you know, what goes down, I guess, comes right back up, popped my hip right out of there. I don't know who it was that got in your you face. You see, like, I kind of got the little limp leg right there. My cleat is off. I don't know where that was going on. Where is that ball? That's the other question I wanted to ask. So you, Coach you, D has that ball at the moment right he now. He does? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man, I, that was a, that's a mystery that was solved in two seconds. I've always wanted because I see you throw it. I'm like, somebody retrieved that thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. You, you kind of did a Mike Evans, like, kind of threw it away, but I don't blame <laughs> you. I probably thought you were going to die. Man, I was moment. not thinking about that damn ball. Yeah. Like, <laughs> instantly, as soon as I hit the ground, 
Like I could tell by everybody cheering that I scored, but I'm like, oh my God. Like I just I self-diagnosed myself. Like I just broke my hip. Was there one percent of you in that moment there's poor Chris? <laughs> we'll get to Chris uh, next. Was there I just was there one percent of you that was like, oh shit, I just won the game, or was it a hundred percent like I get get the stretcher? Um, I can't even imagine that pain. I've never had an injury. I like feel that. like there, there must have been a moment. There, there must have been shock there, right? Just from because of the trauma of that. Well, that I injury. didn't even. I feel like I didn't even get to fully go through my shock because, I like, kind of was almost suffocated at first too. Like right <laughs> yeah. after, it was almost like boom, hip pop out, uh, suffocation. Yeah. Then there's like ten dudes on top of you. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I don't know. Like, I, I, I can remember. I remember it all. Like, I know I didn't black out or anything, but man, it was. It was a yeah. crazy moment. It's hard for you to watch. I think I asked you this the the first time. When More you so when it first happened, especially since they played it every other commercial yeah. for like two, three months. When it first happened, every time I, it happened, I just like cringe a little bit. Like, uh, yeah. And then I always used to make this joke with, uh, well, pretty much all of them, honestly, because you guys, you can see it was five people right there, five, six people. Yeah. And nobody turned around. And picked up Jake Bell on, <laughs> on the little <laughs> yeah, quick block. But uh, Brandon Sowers, I, I always make fun or kind of joke with him because he was kind of like turned backpedaling. I'm like, damn, but I'm like, damn, Sowers, you couldn't have picked him up for me real quick. We could have danced in the end zone. Yeah. Like, you know? <laughs> you had to, oh, he had to do it. I mean, that, that's him yeah. right there yeah. doing that little, little karaoke. Uh, yeah, little karaoke <laughs> right there. <laughs> and then, like Justin says, like this little clothes right here, like when I go back and watch, I'm like, damn, he put the burners yeah. on for that little. Oh, it's incredible. He's like nine yards behind you. And, and he closed it. I mean, you did have to have that little pause to get around. Uh, what's his nuts on Jermaine. Michigan there? Yeah. Oh, no, not, uh, not Jermaine. Yeah. I don't even know. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Blake O'Neal is the only famous uh, Wolverine from that play that was yeah. on the field. Let's get to the other famous Wolverine in the stands that day. <laughs> so <laughs> there you are. <laughs> there, there, there's Chris. Hi, Chris. I, like I said, I, I said before the show, I'm sure I've made worse, like dumber faces than that. It's, it just I've been horrified many times in my life by sporting events. So uh, you know, at Michigan's hands, you know, does Trey Burke stealing from Keith Applin <laughs> ring any bells? Then, oh, right? yeah. Um, yeah, that to me that's still the worst thing that's ever happened in Keith Hapwin's life. I don't care. But um anyway, take me through you're in the stands, crosses the goal line. We see your reaction. We know what you looked like. What's going on uh between the ears there? Are you just horrified? I mean, honestly, I'm not sure I have much of an idea what was going through my head. You know, I mean, I remember the ball, you know, Jalen and everything coming right at us right at the student section. So I mean, it, the cameraman, he didn't he doesn't deserve too much credit, like you looked up from where the play happened. I was probably right there. And we've already talked about how tall I am, like stand out from the crowd. Um, but so I remember looking at the clock and thinking, you know, it, whether it gets tackled or goes out of bounds, like, is there enough time? You know, goes, you know, the tackle was close that if it's, you know, a yard closer, maybe you get the Spartan yeah, his, Bob going the other way. Hit down. Right. Yeah. And, and the clock runs out. Um, or, you know, even thinking, of, okay, was it, it was two point lead. So field goal, you know, field goal is going to sink us too. Um, and then after it happened, honestly, I don't know. I feel like it was, I mean, it was shock in, in a different way. Um, I don't like putting my hands on my head was not scripted. I didn't think like, oh, if this ever happens, I'm going to do this and like, you know, be famous from it or whatever. So, I mean, I just remember silence around me. Like a couple of my friends that you can see uh, behind me and next to me, like just kind of sitting down, like, I mean, just the ultimate feeling of defeat. Right. And eventually, you know, after a half hour, maybe even, I feel like nobody moved for such a long time. 
you know, usually, you know, at the end of a game, win or lose, you know, people are quickly piling for the exits, right? They're ready to go to Charlie's or Rick's or Skeep's, whatever. Um, and nobody was moving and nobody was saying anything. Just complete silence. Yeah. I mean, I, I was under the stampede, like um, <laughs> like in Lion King, just, just under the stampede of, of, of people like, damn. Trampled by the wildebeest. Man, I can't. <laughs> All I could just hear was just helmets clacking against each other because everybody, like, you can literally go back and see people, like, running and just diving into the pile. Like, oh, yeah. shit. There's raw video of one of your teammates. I don't know who it is, and we didn't pull it, but someone is, like, standing over you. Man, get your ass up and celebrate. Like, oh, just like. Yeah, just, meet, yeah, yeah. Was that, oh, like, yeah. Just that's, like, that's, that's where, like, I think a lot of people realize it was uh, br- yeah, that, that, yeah. that there was an injury. That wasn't even the worst of it, honestly. It's like once everybody got off of me, and the trainers finally got to me. Uh, I think it was Dave Yeager. He was, like, the first trainer there. And he comes up to me. Like, my leg is up. Like, I got my leg kind of propped up because I couldn't move it. And he grabs my knee and goes, you did it, buddy, and kind of gives it a little shake. I'm like, oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> Stop <Getting> touching shot. <laughs> that. Unbelievable. I don't mean to laugh, but it's just like, <laughs> I cannot believe. <laughs> like, of just, all the things, he came right up to my knee and, like, just gave it, like, a little nudge. Like, you did it. I'm like, yeah. oh, my God. I, I can't imagine the celebration you would have had if you had just like not been hurt on that play. It would have been like Rod Tidwell during yeah. the player. I mean, Connor Cook kind of did do the Rod Tidwell, like <laughs> scaling, scaling the brick wall and getting into the crowd. And uh, it's is it Shelton that jumped yeah, in there Shelton. too? Yeah, Shelton. Dunk the field goal post. Something, yeah. something special. You would you had to be crazy. Uh, you know, gone just crazy doing flips. So I, I'm curious. <laughs> I you know, Jalen, I've heard your you know your story, and, and certainly you can uh, augment it as well and fill in the blanks. But I'm Chris is. First, like, three hours after the game, I'm fascinated by it. I've never heard you tell this story. Like, the play's the play. We saw your face. You said 30 minutes you sat there catatonic or stood there catatonic. You're walking back. You were in an apartment at the time, I'm guessing, right? You weren't in the uh, dorm still? Or were you uh, in the dorm? dorm still. Still in the dorms. Yeah. You're walking back. That's even worse. It's like you can't get away from it anyway. Like, I, I don't know. I didn't know everyone's, like, name in my dorm in college, but I knew their face. I would have a hundred percent been like, that's the, sh- that's the guy from the third floor. Like if it were me, you know, it's someone in my dorm. T- tell me like, your walk back from the big house to, did you go right back to your dorm? What did you do? What was that like? I think we just went right back. I said, we were already very tired. And then after that, what, I mean, what else do you do, but hang your head and go home kind of thing. So, I mean, the reception in the big house, especially a few years ago is terrible. So, and I'm, you know, everybody was going to call and text about that game to anyone, you know, not just, the two of us, right? Like, you know, bragging rights and everything else. Right. Um, so they said we sat there for quite a while, you know, to walk out again. The walk is slow, sad. You know, nobody's really saying anything. And I don't know, probably about halfway back to campus, then my phone started vibrating. And it kept vibrating and it kept vibrating. Like, everything started coming in text, pictures, calls, everything, you know, uh, you know, from, you know, my closest friends who were watching, you know, my parents to, you know, aunts and cousins and people people from high school they you know i don't really talk to anymore but they have my yeah. phone number and they want to like so everything you know blew up and i mean the rest of the day i don't really know if anything happened we probably went back probably watched whatever you know the night game was that day and uh then you know in the next coming days then word got out i guess more about who i was that i lived in the dorm you know and went from there were they like teasing you or was it like hey bro i saw you <laughs> my friends would just would make fun of me i don't but that's my group maybe your friends are nicer <laughs> i mean this is the best i can do the guy bombed me three times before we even got going <laughs> that's true. I, I feel like it was pretty pot i mean i don't 
I think people were just like excited, you know, to see someone you know on TV, right? Yeah. They're, they're not even thinking as much about the win, the loss, you know, whatever. I feel like, you know, I have a pretty good split of Michigan, Michigan State friends, you know, and, you know, family the same way, you know, rooting for both sides. Uh, but it, so, I mean, I know people, you know, Michigan State fans, the pictures that they sent might have been, you know, them beside their TV, you know, rewound it and paused it. Whereas Michigan fans might have been like, oh my God, I can't believe that was you. Um, but I, there wasn't anything like anything too bad right off the bat. People were just so excited to see me and then let me know that they saw me. The too bad stuff came later. We'll get to that in a second. <laughs> the takeaway for me from that game, like just the experience of it, aside from obviously being happy they won and all that, was the sound. And I remember thinking for uh, about an hour after that game, before I got back to the little house we rented, there's no way I'll ever hear that sound again. There's no way uh, the TV caught that sound. But I was pleasantly surprised. Like, I mean, we won't play it again, but if you watch that, it's a mixture of like cheering from like 25 to 30% of the crowd and sometimes it was not silence. It was like a horrified, like, no, like yeah. it's, it's, but you can hear it. I mean, it's, I remember in real time thinking how it was like a shriek. It was horrifying. What, like you guys were drowning in the middle of the North Atlantic or something. And, but it's captured on film. You can hear that sound that I heard, but that, that was my biggest takeaway. It was an out of body experience. I can't imagine. Jalen, what that was like for you, you know, I mean, your phone, I remember the story, you were what, in the hospital um, at well, U of I M? Even, I didn't even have my phone uh, immediately because all my stuff was in the locker room. So somebody took it back, you know, to Lansing for me or East Lansing, I'm sorry. Um, it's kind of like right after I finally get up on the stretcher, you know, I get in the ambulance and man, we are just riding slow as hell in the ambulance. And I'm like kind of just wincing like, oh man, something's not right. Like, uh, and Dr. Singles, uh, he was with me. He actually just called me right before the show. Um, <laughs> he was with me and he was trying to do whatever he can to like relieve the pain. So he like kind of put some tension on it. So I guess like it will relieve the pain and it worked, you know, after a while I'm like, man, why, like, why is it taking us so damn long to get to the ambulance or get to the hospital? And then you just hear the sirens come on. He flicks the sirens. I'm like, we weren't even riding with the sirens on. <laughs> Bro, <laughs> what? Like what? We just, thought you were going to a Michigan hospital. Man, it's like we just in just traffic with it. Like, like nothing's going on. We need to find this ambulance driver. Like, <laughs> yes. um, but like as we're riding and, and everything, like we kind of hit a bump. And as we hit a bump, it like just pops right in. Like, oh. oh. And I'm, I'm thinking like I'm kind of feeling like relief. Like, damn, okay, I feel a little bit more normal. Like he was able to let go of my, my leg and like I, I was able to lay and just be all right. We get to the hospital. Uh, my family meets me there. They had enough time to meet me. And like my, my mom at the time, she lived like in the Rufford area. So not too far, right up 96. But they had time to meet me from like my mom came from home and met me at the hospital and got there pre pretty much the same time I did. Um, and they came and told me like, yeah, man, you, you fractured. I think it was like I fractured my acetabulum. So basically I fractured my hip and dislocated it. And I'm just thinking like, damn, man, I ain't ever going to walk the same again. I'm not even thinking, I'm thinking not even about football. I'm thinking like, man, I'm going to walk, walk with a limp the rest of my life. Like, this shit is about to be crazy. But And you're, at what point is your phone handed back to you and you realize what's, did, did it like break or something? I can, maybe I'm making not, that up. Not even break, but when I tried to, at first at the hospital, I tried to log into like my social media from my uncle's phone. And as I was trying to log in, it was just freezing. Every time I put my username and <laughs> password in, just freeze, freeze, freeze. So when I finally got back to Lansing, 
Um, I got my phone. I turned it on. I turned it on. It would not work for like three to four hours. Just catching stuff. Ding, ding, ding. Oh, ding, my God. Ding. Really? So I just put it on silent and just let it rock out for a while. Came back to it. I had so many notifications. It was. Did ridiculous. you go back to East Lansing that night or was it the next day? Oh, no. I was in. I want to say I was in Ann Arbor for three days. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, because I didn't get surgery right away. I had to wait until the morning to get surgery. We got surgery that morning. Um, I don't remember how long my surgery was exactly, but I know it was a longer surgery. And, um, man, I got a freaking catheter, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Those are not, they're not comfortable, man. Oh, my God. Um, that's a whole nother. You don't have to relive, you don't have to relive the <laughs> yeah, catheter. Yeah, yeah, can, you already, can you please speak on the catheter experience? <laughs> what, what was it like? I don't even want to bring y'all into that with me, but, um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So when I got back to East Lansing, I, I pretty much, man, just was, I spent probably a week just responding to texts. I'm already the type, like if I get too many texts in a day and it's like, not really meaning I'm like, all right. Man. Yeah, you're like, fuck this. Yeah, like, <laughs> but I was just responding to texts, responding to everybody, man. I was getting a lot of love. So I just wanted to let everybody know I appreciate it and kind of, you know, reach back out. Got a ton of letters. You know, um, I tried to work through as many of the letters as I can and have stuff sent back out. So it was, it was crazy, man. Was there a point that it dawned on you, at least to some degree, like what you did, like where it became less about, shit, I'm not going to walk normally again ever, you know, like the woe is me on the injury side, which is understandable. Like when did that kind of transition a little bit or did it ever? I mean, you're still like insanely humble about it now. Um, I'm just like, I, I don't know. Like before I wasn't like a big, oh, you know, always try to be the center of attention guy. But I, I feel like it dawned on me right away and I always tell people like, you know, if I can go back and change it, you know, I would not have it happen the same way. Um, it was just like you said, it was such a big moment, such a special year, you know, a special team. And I was just talking to someone earlier. It's like, man, that like you could have taken that year and made a damn football movie about it. I like, hope they do one day. Man, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't just that game. Man, I mean, the Ohio the Iowa State finish was just, yeah, obviously the, Iowa. The whole year was just was just different. It was just special. And like, you know, the story Coach D tells about the ten seconds on before the bus and all this. And Coach D make he comes up with so much stuff. Like just randomly, it's like, oh, you know, Coach D just making up some shit again. Like, you know, not like like lying or anything, but like like the blue vase little thing he has, or like, you know, all these little sayings. He so, likes proverbs, yeah, all the proverbs. Yeah. Are, yeah. So he comes with all these little sayings. He's like, oh, okay, you know, I, I feel what Coach D saying, but you like and like before I remember we got off the bus after the 10 seconds, I looked directly to I think it might have been Gerald Holmes. I was like, Hey bro, why we just sit on the bus, bro? <laughs> and he was just like, bro, I don't know, bro. He's like, you know, it's crazy out here. So many people out here, and just the energy was just was, it was insane, you know. So to go back and think about it and how how special everything felt, it just felt like the right the right thing in the right moment. You, you can, know, I right mean, place. I, it definitely was that. I mean, you can correct <laughs> me if I'm wrong, but I'll speak from my experience and impression, having you know worked with you this summer when we were planning the event, and mm-hmm. I had kind of pitched it to you and throughout the process and the night that it came, when we come here, we're dedicating this painting, yeah. honoring the play. It strikes me that you even now don't really get it. Like you almost had like a, why are these people here at a cocktail man, party? Like, like, yeah. Yeah. I think there was, fair? there was, it, yeah, Isaac, that, there was definitely a, man, there's a lot of people here kind of <laughs> kind of vibe from from Jalen. Because I'm thinking it's like, a lot. you know, Michigan State party. Like, you know, I'm just throwing the event, Michigan State yeah, people. Yeah. 
And I come down, the first thing I see is like the the movie theater photo. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, we had a forgot we had a movie poster made up of it's like a it's called a love story. The fake <laughs> movie poster with a giant the Jalen Watch Jackson face and the Paul Bunyan trophy. Yeah. And, yeah, uh, so that's what. Uh, yeah, you knew you were not in Oz. Uh, you're not in Kansas anymore. You're entering Oz at that. Yeah, point. Yeah, I'm like, okay, okay. Then I saw the menu. I'm like, okay, a little couple yeah, trouble yeah. with the snap drinks, you know. And so then it all started to settle. I said, oh, this is a, a Jalen Watts Jackson party almost. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, like you know. Oh, not almost. <laughs> <laughs> you you were the logo, like like you know Michael Jordan. Uh, everyone wants him to be the, the jump man. Yeah, well, the jump man. Everyone wants him to be, or him or Kobe to be the new like Jerry West. But oh, like, yeah, yeah, we the event logo was literally a silhouette of you. Like it's it was a Jalen Watts Jackson party. You're center stage for it. But yeah, man, it was a great it was a great show and a great turnout, man. You had all the. I think you should have posted. I don't know if you did, but the guac that your your wife made. <laughs> yeah, it was out there in the ether somewhere. Okay, one of, one of, okay. one of the oh, I definitely, I definitely have some pictures. Of yeah, yeah. The guac was good, y'all. Like I'm trying to tell you, like people viewers, didn't want to touch it because it was like a, a piece like of a art. piece of art. And, yeah. and I'm like, but you guys, it's actually really good. Yeah, and right? I waited, I waited until somebody else dabbled into yeah. it a little bit, and yeah. I'm like, okay, let me get some of this guac. It's good. It's good guac. It's yeah. good guac. Yeah, she's an incredible cook. Yeah, for for those that weren't there, my wife built an entire like big house even it, chris you were actually part of the display he there's was, pictures i want to pull them was. up after the show you were in there like a print i think it was a print out of your face or something but uh it was like a i don't know if it was to scale i don't know how intense she got but it was like a big house <laughs> guacamole and chip display so like the chips were the crowd and like they had the little football players running the, they had like the yard lines everything was it was incredible it was perfect it yeah. was it really was amazing yeah, yeah. and was. the fact that chris was was also part of the of the guac. The guac. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very I think fair. I may have eaten Chris. <laughs> yeah, I'm so sorry, Chris. Was I it, ate you. Was, was, I Chris? Was, was, was I a chip? I, I thought like you, a... you I think you were on a chip. I, hey honey, come down. Like I'll ask her. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. She's upstairs, so probably breastfeeding her kid. Um so <laughs> yeah, I, I you were uh I guess 2021. It's normalized yes. breastfeeding here. Yeah. Yeah. You, you guys want to talk about everybody. breastfeeding for an hour? Yeah, we uh, we've already talked about catheters. Uh, yeah, catheters <laughs> and spiders. Welcome to the Spiro Avenue show. Me. It's oh. Michigan week. Let's act like something's going on. I was a little itchy for a second about that spider. I'm like, man, he just got the spider. It's here somewhere. It's his secret pet. Yeah, it's here. That was a big motherfucker, <laughs> we got, too. We got five five right. people in the show. Right. <laughs> yeah, seriously. So I real quick, I want to hit because I, I didn't want to, it's a little bit off topic, but Ben, can you show the reaction from the – Chris, you're going to have to tell me what restaurant this is. I don't know what restaurant. Some restaurant in Ann Arbor to the play. I just wanted to capture that because I thought this was so funny because it was a great example of the mixture of, like, the horrified Michigan fans and the ecstatic Michigan State fans, if we can play that. So it, it's just so funny, like the the contrast, and you hear some of that same horrified sound that you heard in the big house too. So getting back to you, Chris, a little bit, we talked that you were, I, I would argue, calm down, you were the fastest meme in history. Like I would challenge anyone to come up with, like there've been memes. The only, the only fan I can ever compare Chris to is the, the girl who cried at the, 
national um the national yeah, playing the flute or whatever villanova yes villanova, that was piccolo. nova that's the only person i think that can be compared just because it happened like right after and her crying face i mean this was peak this was peak twitter um that's the only thing i can compare chris to on twitter i agree with you somewhat comparable where i would argue chris gets the championship belt without dispute <laughs> is that it transcended social media and we're going to get to that. I don't think that girl was uh, resonating in culture the way you were. I think you got the belt. So uh, we pulled some examples. We're going to run through them real quick of of Chris being memed, or is that a verb? I don't know. So let's play that, Ben. So this is actually my sister made a jack-o'-lantern. It was Halloween time. It was, like, what, a week before Halloween or two weeks before Halloween? Nice so she made – we'll go to the next one. This She made a jack-o'-lantern of, of Chris. Oh, wow. That's my sister Stephanie's work, so thank you. Fantastic work, Stephanie. <laughs> Photos courtesy of Stephanie. She sent me the high-res edition of those. So, yeah, we'll, we'll keep going, Ben. Okay, the, it's, this is also yeah, my little, sister. Little <laughs> my parents have a pillow of me too. So. Of doing that? <laughs> yeah, big, I think like my aunt got it for him or something. Your parents are in on this too. Oh my! Oh, my family eats it up. <laughs> it's like they got they got Chris's like baby picture and then him graduating from college <laughs> and then this picture. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> it's on the mantle like in the house, so oh, it's above man. the fireplace. <laughs> so that's also Stephanie. So yeah, Stephanie, my sister's got nine pictures of you. So this is this fascinated me. I stumbled across this while looking for other stuff. This is the West Michigan Whitecaps, the minor league baseball affiliate of the Detroit Tigers. Three years after the play, running a promotion. It says, remember surrender. This is on their Facebook page. Remember surrender Cobra. Tweet your best surrender Cobra post at rivalry night tonight, and you could win some gear. I didn't, I didn't know West Michigan Whitecaps had a rival. That's news to me. But I don't know who they were even playing on rivalry night. But I, the fact that, like, a minor league baseball team had, like, a surrender Cobra night and were soliciting pictures three, three years, years after. Like, not, over the next week, like, yeah. yeah, okay, no big deal. Three years later, there you are again. It's Underrated, by the way. Ben, back up. Jumping the gun. The person behind, <laughs> like to the right from our perspective, that is some horror movie shit. Right yeah. There. In, that, my that, arm? yeah, yeah that, in your, that's, yeah. That's in the, my buddy Blaze. That's one of my best friends. That's the face. I'm sure he's, I'm sure he's, he or she's a great guy, but that face is horrifying. <laughs> what, about the, what about the crown right here to the left? The crown? Yeah. Like, I, I don't know what that, that is. That, I, that I could, don't know who that is. The, the, I, it's part of the. Was it? It wasn't. It wasn't near Halloween. I'm trying. To... It was like, it was like before Halloween. It was like October fifteenth yeah, or yeah, something. Yeah. Or seven, I think it was October seventeenth. Yeah. But um, also underrated, the guy in the Michigan beanie who doesn't match your reaction. Like you are the champion. I think he's like dead inside. <laughs> he's like that guy. That's another one of my friends. That's Tim. Yeah, Tim. Yeah. Tim, he just, Tim he the whole, your whole section, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Tim, just... seriously, that's like Tim saw a ghost. Poor Tim. Tough break, Tim. Yeah, that guy, you saw, like, in a lot of times, that would have been the takeaway. That would have been the meme, but yours was just so transcendent. The White Caps, though, was funny. So, I don't know. Well, I don't think it was in 2018, but they did. I got to go to a game, and I don't know if I'm jumping ahead on the, the story. The no, you're good. Here. Good. Uh, but I got to go for, I think it was their rivalry night, which for them, I, I think they were playing like the Great Lakes Loons. They're from Midland, up where I'm from. Yeah, but well I mean, known rivalry nationally. Right, yeah. 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 But so they were promoting, you know, it was Michigan, Michigan State night. Um, so I got to go along with quite a few other people and like throw out the first pitch. Um, <laughs> you got the first pitch? So yeah, we got like got like four seats, like kind of right behind home plate. You know, so I drove out there. How often do you get to throw out the first pitch? It, uh, my, Did they make you do this surrender Cobra while you were throwing out the <laughs> well, first pitch? So <laughs> be hard. It, it's a sad confession I have that I airmailed the pitch. It was oh, not nice. good. I'm going to look oh, for it now. Man. Curtis Jackson. I, 
I got like you know I practiced and stuff like I, I'm not like a super athlete, but I I think of myself as you know like I can throw a baseball right yeah um and so I would like I did some some practice you know in the yard before we went I got out there and you know adrenaline was pumping and it was pretty high and to the right wait wait, wait. what do you mean airmailed like like fifty cent airmail no not not that just bad. degrees of bad for yeah. sure yeah it's it, not not quite on that level was it that you was trying to just give it too much like you were trying to give them ninety down the middle or so I yeah. didn't I didn't need to give ninety down the middle but I I wanted it to be respectable right I wanted to get it to the plate. That, that's the first goal. You can't. Grab yeah, you it can't short. short hop it. Right. So that yeah, that was the goal. Like, got to keep it up. Like, it wasn't from the mound. I don't know if that would have made it better or worse. Oh, long like, it. So, but yeah, exactly. That's what I should have done. So I think I gave it too much and yeah. went away. Did it? Did it like hurt any like children or anything? I don't think it was <laughs> that. Like, it maybe it hit the ground before the backstop. I'm not sure. Uh, but so then, oh. like, it was real perfect. Then I did surrender Cobra. Um, you know, the crowd loved it. They probably thought it was on purpose until yeah. I admitted it right now that it wasn't. You did uh, another organic surrender Cobra when you no, no, that one was on purpose. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was on purpose. And then I know, like, Paws, the Tigers mascot, yeah. was there. He was on the field, and he, he he actually can talk. You know, it's not just a tiger. Like, and he he talked to me, and he said like that was awesome or something. So like, yeah. Paws loved it. That, that was all I needed. Yeah, Shout like, out Paws. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you don't have Paws, tiger. Right, if you don't have approval from Paws, then what right. are you doing? Yeah. yeah. Good luck living. So let's finish the slideshow really quick. We're gonna move on. I just I want to get through these. So the next one, there's a couple left, right? Ben, am I crazy? So this was, sorry, Chris. This was at at our Jalen event, and it was a Jalen event. This was at the painting unveiling. You were a giant cardboard cutout on the wall. Yes. We also had a small handheld version for people holding up pictures, like in a masquerade, yeah. <laughs> still well, in the drawer. Ourselves with them sometimes. Yeah, right. Walk, yeah. walk down the hall. There. Yeah, yeah. It's funny. One of the guests so was like, "Yo, can I have that after the party?" I'm like, "I promise you, you can have it. Like, no problem. Like, there's no. I don't think there's any competition. Like, what are you gonna do with it? I still don't know what this guy did with it. But I'm like, hey man, let me let me get you after the party. Like, I'll get it for you. Oh yeah, cool, 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 man. I come downstairs. He had ripped it off, and all the drywall peeled off. The guy, oh, no. <laughs> so the guy, the guy just had to have it. I'm dying to know where this giant uh, cardboard <laughs> cutout of you that was completely meant for one night only. Like, where is this displayed? That ripped the drywall. Yeah, it ripped the drywall. The guy was literally here today. It was it was bad for three months. They finally repaired it literally today. That's why oh, wow. those stairs that have the, all the dirt on them that you guys walked on. Yeah, that was that guy. Sorry, drywall guy, but. Uh, yeah, take he your shoes off if they're that muddy, bro. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, we, we, any any more Ben? Or are we through with the slideshow? Oh, there we go. There's there's. Spartan. I do remember this picture. I yeah. think I'm laughing in the background. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. That's me. That's that's Jayla and, and Sparty with the, the the painting, and um, I think that's a wrap. Right? Are we good there? Oh, one more. <laughs> At least one more. <laughs> that's just like the insult. Yeah. Oh, this is you are the O in O H I O. This was a. Uh, website that sells all Buckeye shit. Um, yeah. And they created a, a Surrender Cobra Chris Baldwin OHIO shirt. Proceeds probably going to some Buckeye players. So, I mean, at this point, like, you're a cardboard cutout, you're a t-shirt, you're a pillow, like, you know, obviously the digital stuff was all there. I mean, you were just kind of all over the place. I think one of the cool things about it, though, was the D'Antonio story. I want to hit that really quick, and we are going to get into the Michigan game pretty soon, but... Tell me a little bit about the D'Antonio story, the Home Depot Awards, right? I mean, the, who called you? How did that happen? Because you show up. Ben, can you tell the picture of Chris with Mark? Like, how, how did this happen? Take me through that. You're wearing the hoodie. There it is. Uh, I don't remember who got in contact with me or even how. It might have just been like they emailed me, like student email, and they can look me up in the student directory or whatever. Um, and just some ESPN producer, like ESPNU, and, you know, 
yeah, there were so many requests that came through. A lot of them, you know, were, you know, more local news, which was really fun to talk to. You know, I mean, just a college student. Like, I've never talked to reporters before. Like, yeah. you know, I was on, like, you know, local news. Like, the kid had brought cameras and everything. Um, but so the uh, awards show, though, you know, that you know, that's, like, next level. Like, you're talking, they're going to, like, fly me to Atlanta, like, pay for a hotel and all that. Like, that's yeah. crazy. So, of course, I was all over it. Like, it was close to exam time. That was a little stressful, but. Well, that's right. You went to Michigan. So, yeah. The Spartans would be like, oh, fuck it. We're in. Like, you're, you're actually, you're like weighing the options. Like, I don't know, man. That triggered you. Hold on. A college <laughs> kid, they're like free flight, free, you know, free hotel, yeah. free food. I'd be like, free booze. I'd be like, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Who cares? I don't care. I'll have an exam the next day. Yeah. And you went to school where? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that's my point. I'm with you. Yeah. We're Michigan State Spartans. Like, we're smart, but if there's a better option than studying on the table, we're going to take yeah. it. Like, I feel like I was maybe close to failing the class, too, if the exam was coming up, which is probably another characteristic of going to Michigan, right? You get your ass kicked by all the classes. Yeah. Um, so it's like, man, but you, you couldn't pass that up, that opportunity, you know? Like, Oh, my God. You would have been insane. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. This, and okay. This is how I found out about the award show. Like, of course, they told me, like, oh, you know, you're in the running. But I'm just chilling at home in my reclining chair. It was my reclining chair for a few months, you know? Um, and they called me and they're like, yeah, we need you to get over to the building. You got to shoot a video for ESPN. I'm like, why? <laughs> like, oh, yeah, you, you won play of the year. And they're like, they, they want a video. I'm like, okay, uh, when y'all need me over there, like 10 minutes. I'm like, I don't even know how I'm about to get there. Like, I need somebody to come pick me up. I ain't, I ain't. Who the hell planned that 10 minutes beforehand? <laughs> yeah. Who's that able? Did you go? I, I don't think, I don't remember you being there. No, no, they just had a video of me that they played. Oh, yeah, that, day. yeah, yeah. So, I mean, but like, even for the video, they didn't give me time to prepare. Um, as soon as I kind of got over there, they were already setting up everything. I'm like, I don't know what I'm about to say. I just kind of rolled with it. Yeah. Did you yeah. give like a thumbs up? You're like, awesome. Uh, I, gave a, I gave a nice little go green at the end, like go green. Yeah. And then kind of just stared into the camera. Don't know if it was phasing off or just still shooting. Now I have to not. go look for it. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't think we're going to hunt that one. Yeah. Somewhere. I got I a picture in my phone somewhere of like the whole crowd, and you can just see my face up there on the big screen, like everybody's looking. I can't believe they only gave you a 10 minute heads up for this. Like, yeah, we'll that is some crappy organization. Amateur hour. They just decided it was the play of the year yeah. you know, right before they had to film it. Right? Yeah. And right. I don't know if they're like, all right, we already invited Coach D and Chris. Like, you know, we're good. And then somebody else was like, Let's have him video in. Yeah, like, I like I like that Chris had weeks more notice than you did. Like, yeah. <laughs> that just it goes to what Andy was saying. Like Chris, Chris is the real star of this know, play. Chris got pillows. <laughs> yeah, you know? I don't remember. You, got, you got a painting though. You got a painting think, outside yeah, yeah. and a movie poster. <laughs> a movie so poster. yeah, I single handedly even the score. Yeah. Like yeah, you're you were on napkins on TVs. Yeah, yeah. So I I equated the rest of the world combined on Chris's stuff. I don't know. I it just you're. Your experience, I, first of all, was D'Antonio, like, cool with you? I mean, I've met him. He was He's very, like, quiet but nice. Like, what was he like? I don't know if he exactly knew what was going on. Um, like, obviously, I was there, and, you know, like, they had a – they called it a student section. It was kind of confusing. They called it a student section. There were people there in different, like, shirts, like people wearing Alabama shirts and I think Michigan State shirts. I don't really know who they were. I don't think they were actual students that they brought down. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know if it's just supposed to look like I had... Just some clowns off the street. Hair, yeah. gray I mean, goodness. honestly, kind of. And that's like, I don't know if it's supposed to look like I had, like, a posse with me. Like, look at all these students and, like, the student that people know. So, you know, it was kind of promoted, like, you know, before they went to a commercial or whatever they showed me. So, and, you know, Mark was there, you know, obviously taking part in the ceremony watching. Um, when I took the trophy over to him, though, I don't really, you know... It, 
it was a whole blur. Like, again, I'm on TV. I'm on ESPN right now. Like, got to keep my cool. Um, and I remember him at, like, they were showing the play. And, you know, of course, show me as part of the play. And he, as I kind of, like, walked up, kind of shake his hand, hand the trophy. He asked, like, is that you? And I said, like, yeah. <laughs> and I mean, that was pretty much about it. I, you know, I yeah. said, like, congratulations, probably. And he said, thanks. And, yeah, I mean, that's a very Mark D'Antonio story. <laughs> yeah. Definitely, yeah. definitely. It's very on brand with, with Coach D. I don't know. I, I just can't get over it. I could do a, a, an hour on the fact that, like, they reached out to you. They're like, okay, we got you at the Four Seasons, man. Like, we got your flight plan and everything. And poor Jalen sitting there with his hip, like, all fucked up on a recliner. Jalen eating Doritos on his, like, lazy boy <laughs> 10 <laughs> minutes beforehand. They're like, yo, exactly bro. Exactly accurate. Spicy nacho. Spicy nacho. Like they're they're nacho. sprinkling rose petals on and now you, you now you're eating cauliflower <laughs> with the airport. Like, <laughs> I'm going to keep needling you about that. that, that was, <laughs> bit, like, the guy, you know, like, they hold up the sign like you see in the movies. Like, that happened for me. <laughs> yeah. I think it was me and, uh, like, the guy who was Sparty at the time or whatever, but <laughs> yeah. yeah, on the same flight, of course, coming from Detroit. I would have held up just a picture of the surrender cold. <laughs> <laughs> like that's like you're at the airport, like hold it up. Oh, that's that's my driver. I don't know. It's incredible. I want to finish here with uh, on the 2015, and then we'll get into what's going on Saturday, which um, I mean, there's a lot, and I'll try to condense it. But I just want to say before we leave this, uh, to me, the greatest play in college football history. I think it when you see something that's always on a top five list, even if it's in Utah and some guy that doesn't give a shit about the rivalry, I, that lends credibility to it. As, as biased as we can acknowledge that we are, and I think even you know with your own ties to it, even though it was devastating in the moment, I think it's objectively. I mean, is that crazy? Like that's one of the three best, right? I mean, the Stanford it's, it's, ban on the field was it's Stanford more banned on the field. Like for me, the the snap. And um, the kick six. I agree. Those are my same exact top three. Same exact three. And the band, it's like that was more weird. Like then it was like that was something crazy happened like outside of the field of play, whereas the other two were more like legitimate, crazy football plays, but legitimate football plays. It wasn't people running on Mm -hmm, the field. Like if you're going to keep it more holistic, to me, you would easily beat the band on the field. But whatever. It's just you're in that basket. And it has such a resonance with Michigan State fans forever where I can have a bad day and fire that play up. And it's like, you are. I have had bad yeah, days and done that. Exactly, <laughs> oh, I have. Yeah. This is, this is not a hypothetical. This is like, I literally have had bad days and I fire up that play. You're like a human SSRI. Like, I mean, it's a, you're a human Adderall or upper or something. Yeah. I mean, it's incredible. And to give one last snapshot of your residence before we move on and talk about Saturday. There's a guy. He's famous on Twitter. Andy Isaac, you may have heard of him before. May have heard of him. He had, he, I think he encapsulated this perfectly. So, Ben, let's finish here. This is the, the quote. What would someone have to whisper in your ear for this to happen? The, the goosebumps and the hairs raising up on the arms. <laughs> Isaac says, whoa, he has trouble with the snap. That That's what gets uh, Isaac what tickled. Gets Every gets, time I, like, you know, even if you, like, hear it in the background, you just hear, um, is it McDonough? Yeah, yeah. John Every McDonald, time you yeah. hear the oh, crack in his in his <laughs> voice, it really does. It kind of just like kind of gets me. Like just in, I'm with you. A little different, man. It's he such he, a good feeling. He nailed that he nailed accidentally with the cracking, which is obviously not pur- a purposeful, but purposefully in that he shut the hell up and let the crowd do the talking for like 20 seconds yeah. after. He could not have done that better. 
Like just the fact they even had your name ready to go, which I'm sure was in his ear, but still to keep the composure, it's the best call. You in have to 20 get years. him on. You have to get him on. I've and tried just, I and, and just him, ask him. Uh, oh, I didn't speak with him. I, I texted him today. It's actually the first time we've even had contact since the whole play. I got his number from uh, some someone in the LSJ, Nate Atkins, in the Lansing State Journal. Now, unfortunately, I called him during a workout and, and everything, but you know, um, we did kind of touch bases, so we're connected now. I'm just kind of interested to see, like, you know, how it's affected him, you know, because I've heard pretty much everybody's story, you know, George Blaha, everybody, you know, and we haven't even spoke since the whole play. It's a vital cog in the piece and how it's resonated. Yeah. I think if it's like, you know, Joe Buck doing kind of a straight arrow, a straight arrow, like straight man, like, oh, catch by Tyree, first yeah. down giant, <laughs> like, I, it wouldn't ruin it. And I was at the game and it wouldn't have affected me at all, but. The rewatching of it, and for those at home, the watching of it, it would not have the same effect if he didn't do such a good job. Like right. it, it, the he, punter seems to have mishandled the snap. Yeah, yeah. Right. Joe Buck just like put you to sleep, and or and then you'd have like Gus Johnson. I know Gus Johnson's really polarizing. Some people absolutely love him. I don't like hate Gus Johnson, but it's a little too far. But I can hear that. What's up? He goes a little too far. Well, that's what I was gonna say. You, I can, I can feel him trying like it's like i know you're trying like you're playing to the twitter people that like this over the top shit it, this the mcdonald thing was so organic i mean no one's like intentionally cracking their voice like yeah. it sounded like me and 13 you know 13 years old in choir like it, he, his woe was i think a projection of everyone watching the game because nobody expected even if the, like the punter drops it you don't expect it to drop into somebody's hand like right afterwards. And I think that's what the, the woe is like, oh my God. Like, I can't believe that just happened. It was so, yeah, a, so it was a, like a, re, it was, it just came out of him. It was yeah. an actual reaction verbalized. And it was not a call. And yeah. it shows his professionalism because I would have, I would have swore. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> he didn't drop the damn ball. <laughs> yeah. That's like that's this, the broadcast I want to watch. I want to watch like the R. They would have to email me after. Like, do. Yeah. You got to have Jalen doing a voiceover on the last <laughs> play. Yeah. I, that's a great content idea. So can we cut that so no one hears that? Yeah. That's a, that's a, that's a, pause yeah, that. Ben, ben, like go back and edit out that 30 seconds. We're just going to release that tomorrow. Get, get you in the booth, uh, Jalen. So yeah, we'll, we'll leave it there. Uh, then I'm sure. Wait, I'll, I have one more. Did oh, yeah. the cameraman or it was it was abc it's espn abc did anyone yeah. con the the person who caught you on camera did they ever like contact you uh, I, I have no idea who it was or they've given like quotes it's it's out there basically it's one of the producers has told the story and said there was one of the producers that said look guys before the like before the play they, they said we're going if anything crazy happens like a black punt is being run back or whatever I want you to lock in on one. No way. Yeah, that story's out there. Is the producer? So the producer and the producer's talking to the cameraman. So the producers in the cameraman's ear are there's like three or four of them in that section saying like lock in on a fan. They knew in advance that they were going to zoom in on somebody. They didn't want a crowd shot. That's that the story's out there. He's told the story publicly. Wow. So that I'm was so sorry, Chris. Yeah, yeah. So that was you know, I I, I don't know. You always kind of pan into one person after so that's that's it's yeah. an intentional it's decision. Really yeah. Your height um killed you there. Like if you were just like my height, if you were like five eight. <laughs> Five nine sometimes, yeah. but like if you're five eight five nine, nobody nobody picks you. They pick out like the guy behind you, your buddy Tim or right. something. Yeah, Tim would have been great. You stood out because you're Tim six six. Yeah, Tim, there's years where Tim is like the guy. Wouldn't yeah, have yeah. had the same impact, but Tim would have been the guy. Right. Oh, yeah. But 
Yeah, I, I, I I'm adding one more thing. You guys have never spoken before, have you? This no, is no, we're no. This, that's incredible. I was like gonna this. ask him like, so if you guys, if it if it was coulda shoulda, you know, who would you have called? Like, do you have any Michigan State people you're calling like talk shit to after the game? Like, yeah, I don't know. Or are you just gonna kind of just skip back to the door? Uh, probably more of that. I, I'm <laughs> I'm probably not a big shit talker. I guess most of the time. So. Damn. I would have enjoyed it. We would have had a good night. Yeah, uh, but I, yeah, I don't know if I would have taken it out that way. <laughs> I would have. I definitely. Oh yeah. Me all day. All day. <laughs> you you have been running. I told y'all. I yeah. I mean, your your teammates did all. You were telling them like get the fuck off you, and there's tape of that. But like they did enough talking for you. Like they were. I honestly seeing Connor Cook go into the crowd, and he clearly has no idea what just happened. Like he's just, his face was a lot of our faces. It was yeah. just. It's beyond joy. Like, I was joyful when LJ Scott reached over the goal line. I was not like, oh, fuck, what was that? Like, yeah. it was the, the whole nature of it. Again, it's a perfect storm. You don't get a play that resonates like that if the call's not great, the, you know, the, the, everything falls into place, the camera shot. Any, if you take away the, the camera shot of Chris, the call by McDonough. I think even if it was at Michigan State, like, it wouldn't have been. Yeah, right. Great point. Correct. Everything. Came together, so I love it. It to me, it is the best moment, sports moment in my life as a fan. Not even a question. And I, I've seen the Red Wings win the cup. I mean, in terms, you know, win more meaningful games. Like you're literally winning a title. In terms of a moment, though, it's number one. And I, I don't know what what could beat that. I mean, it would have to be something equivalent on the play, and whoever scores a touchdown runs and hands me the ball. Like, <laughs> other than that, like, I don't know what – it's untouchable. Like it? college football or – well, let me – so, apparently, you know, because I, I was up for – I got went up for SB for the play, and it was like uh, LeBron James's block um, in Golden State, my play, and then Aaron Rodgers – Hail Mary on the Detroit Lions. Oh, shit. Why you got to do that, man? Why you got to bring that up? Man, I'm mad about it. <laughs> I'm like, man, not only did I lose, I lost to Aaron Rodgers bombing the Lions. Like, yeah, that fuck. one best play that beat out your play? Yeah, yeah, for like the S. God damn it, it's Aaron Rodgers. It's just ass nine that that man. was the, the case. It's like, come on, he ran around and threw it in the sky. Like, it wasn't anything. Whatever. No one oh, talks man. about that play anymore. Yeah. <laughs> no, literally, nobody talks. Yeah. Mean, we might talk about it like in, in hush tones. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about. I try to forget about. Yeah, you just reminded me. It'll be like, damn. Yeah, that was bad. Wasn't that the one where Calvin Johnson collapses in the background? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah that's, like a that's cartoon right. character. Yeah. So, real quick, do, do people recognize you, Chris? Still, like yes, you're absolutely. you're at like you're at the mall. Like people come up to you. Jalen said nobody really bothers you. one hundred percent. I mean, of course, it's gotten less and less over the years. You know, <laughs> the year or two after. It was crazy. Like, went to East Lansing for the game the next year. Like, insanity. Um, nowadays, you know, every now and then, you know, with COVID and stuff, wearing masks, kind of let me fly under the radar for a little bit. Um, but, yeah, it still happens. Like, we went to a Tigers game a couple months ago. Like, people come up. Like, I'm not wearing Michigan gear, right? I'm wearing, you know, orange Tiger shirt. You still recognize me. So, I, yeah. I mean, I've watched that play so many times. Like, if I were behind you in Poncheros, I'd be like, hey, what's up? What's up, man? I mean, <laughs> not we're your friends, but I mean, prior. So, we'll move on. The second segment, which is, you know, actually newsworthy because it's going on. It's not something that we're going to relive over and over again from six years ago. Big game coming on Saturday, uh, burying the lead normally. But come on, I'm not going to open with, hey, what's the blocking scheme going to look like on Saturday in the trenches when I have Jalen Watch Jackson and Chris Baldwin surrender Cobra sitting across from me? We had to start on 2015. So I'm going to start here. 
with the sort of objective perception of where this is at. And we know they're balancing the money in that. But let's get the Vegas line or the DraftKings line, if you will. This was as of like five hours ago, okay? Courtesy of DraftKings. May have changed a little bit since. Yeah, I think it was like four and a half. It was four. Well, I saw the four and a half. It went down to four. Yeah. I think it's it's still there as of a couple hours ago. But whatever. It's in that ballpark. Michigan State, four-point home underdog, plus 160 on the money line. I cannot confirm or deny that I have 17 mortgage payments on the money line. And <laughs> if Michigan State loses, um, everything is for sale on the walls. That you see. Yeah. Uh, I'll take the I, Larry Bird magic thing. Yeah, you, yeah, first in line for that one. So. Michigan State, it, it, look, it feels like they're literally favor or literally an underdog every single time in this game, and it really has not mattered at all in 15 years. Mm-hmm. My perception is it should be one or two point spread. I think these teams are very equal, very even. They're, they have a lot of similarities. They both have an aspect that I find deeply troubling, or at least moderately troubling. McNamara. I don't think can throw deep balls at all. I don't think he's, he's, I'm not scared of him at all. I've talked about it the last couple of shows. I'm not, I'm not afraid of Kate McNamara. Like if, if this clip ends up getting pulled and I look bad, so be it. I don't think Kate McNamara is beating us over the top. I think you better, your run game better be working. Michigan state's case. It's kind of like two medium concerns. The secondary, uh, I don't know. It's a little shaky, but the offensive line, it's the offensive line. To me, it's the offensive line is, is, is number one. And not just in a vacuum, but that offensive line against Michigan's defensive line, which is exceptional in my opinion. So it kind of evens out. Michigan doesn't have the receivers that we do. You know, it's they're even teams. I'm curious. We'll start. Let's start with Andy on this one. Am I crazy? These teams are even, right? I mean, this this four point spread is kind of stupid. Is that like a they like Michigan and the public kind of thing? What's the I think deal? that's just a, a public, public image yeah, thing because. I would say this is it's even, but if we're going to talk like if we're going to get down to like the nitty gritty, Michigan had Michigan is better in the trenches than than Michigan State. And this game has always almost always been decided with with the rushing game. And that's I think as a Michigan State fan, what scares me the most is that Michigan State's defensive line can be dominant against Michigan's uh, Michigan State's offensive line. And you know. Indiana kind of put out the blueprint for uh, against like Kenneth Walker. You know, you don't over pursue, you stay in your lanes. And I'm just, that's, that's what worries me. I'm still going to pick Michigan state to win, but that, that part of the, that part of the game worries me the most. I'm not worried about Michigan's Michigan's offense. I'm not worried about Cade McNamara. I, he's like, to me, he's like Jeff Garcia. He's not going to throw 15, 20 yards down the field, but, it's it's the offensive and defensive lines, and I think Michigan has the advantage um, there, and that's what scares me. I love our front seven. Uh, yeah, on the defensive side, I love our front seven. Michigan has not proven to me, uh, just eyeball test. I mean, you even throw the stats out, just watching them. They don't strike me as a team that should strike fear in anybody going over the top. I, I think where they excel, we excel, and it's just, it's it's, you know, Strength on strength, and mm-hmm. someone might win. I don't know. I mean, we saw Michigan against Wisconsin. They handled them nicely, but the rushing attack was kind of stifled. They were able to run just enough. They averaged like 3.2 yards a carry or something. Mm-hmm. They were able to get, you know, second and two. They were able to get the two, and that's all they needed. But 
We've seen them against a good run defense in Wisconsin not really affect the game that much. And I got to mm-hmm. tell you, Michigan State's a better team than Wisconsin. You're, if Michigan runs for three yards a carry in this game, they're dead. They have to be able to run because McNamara is not going to win it for them. I'll throw it to you, Chris. Like This is more your beat. You know a lot more about Michigan than I do. We talked before the show a couple weeks ago. Is my assessment fair? Like I, I'm not afraid of McNamara at all. I'm just not. I, they have to run the ball on Saturday or they're dead. I mean, they've been running the ball all year, right? And that, that's why they're still alive. That's why they're undefeated. I mean, Wisconsin did a nice they, job on them, though. It's true. <laughs> they, they did. did. Wisconsin, I mean, Wisconsin's run defense is like, like top, top three it, in the country. Yeah. yeah. And it, I, I'm not sure where state ranks. It's like I, ninth. I mean, it's they're, very, they're good. very good, right? Yeah. Um, so I, I know you're not a big McNamara fan. I don't know if anybody is like, you know, he doesn't have rave reviews, right? I, I, I feel confident in him. To, to some degree, right? As far as beating over the top, you're probably right. He hasn't hit a lot of the deep balls. Um, you know, the receivers, definitely question marks. I feel like Cornelius Johnson is getting better. You know, maybe he's not on the level of some of State's guys. Um, I think the opportunity is there. You know, against Wisconsin, again, were they bombing down the field? No, but I feel like they hit enough throws, and maybe that's what McNamara can do, uh, comparing it to maybe McCarthy. Again, I don't want to... Not knocking JJ. That's obviously very exciting, a good talent. Um, but, you know, conservative passing, like Ben Roethlisberger with the Steelers now in his old age, like he can hit these short throws, hit these screens, like keep it safe, not turn it over, get to, you know, third and two, third and three, and then kind of pound the ball from there. So, like, I feel like that can be a successful formula for them. They don't need, you know, to go six, seven yards of carry, Corum and Haskins running all over to like really get a feel good about themselves and their chances to win. Yeah. I mean, obviously everyone that knows me knows I'm a superior, a superior athlete and mm-hmm. you know, I'm probably it's definitely when, when I think of Justin Spiro, I think of superior. Athlete. Yeah. Right. Shooting well, no, that's shooting the, guard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. That's the, that's the natural, that's the way you go. I mean, it's a you know, highly coordinated and elite athlete, but so I, I want to ask like the kind of the second best athlete in the room here, second to me for Jalen, like you were a defensive back, by trade. I mean, that's that's your bread and butter. You know, yeah, I mean, shit, you're on scholarship at a Big Ten school right. for known for producing elite guys in the secondary. You know what the fuck you're talking about, man. Like, am I crazy if I'm going into this game being the, the prime athlete that I am, but if I'm a defensive player in the secondary for Michigan State, I'm thinking I'm not worried about McNamara because we have no ev- very little evidence that he can make. T- At least, like same thing with Peyton Thorne, like Naylor's twenty yards open. People are like, "Oh, he can hit the deep ball." It's like three of the people in this room could throw, chuck it up, and like right. if a guy's that open, I'm talking like contested back shoulder Connor Cook type throw. Yeah, I, I have not seen McNamara's had like two throws all year that were even close, close to that. Yeah. Aren't you going into that game as a defensive back if you're on this team thinking like, look? I'm not saying, we're, oh, no problem, we're definitely going to win. But I'm not worried about McNamara. I'm worried about the rushing attack up front. Is that fair? Um, I mean, I think it's easy to kind of, like, you know, as you say, be lulled into the, oh, you know, they're running the ball. Let me just be ready to tackle. But, man, especially with, like, Michigan, they run more of a pro-style offense. You know, a lot of play action, a lot of pulling. You know, try to make it easy for the quarterback to where it's not so much pressure on just him getting the ball and having to throw. Like, you know, you got to trick your guys, try to bring your linebackers up. Um. I think that we gotta we gotta stay honest, you know. Um, we we've done a great job up front with the front seven, you know, stopping a run, and we honestly have a defense. And I don't want to. It's a whole new staff, so I want to sound like I know more than what I know. But like, 
when I was there, we had a defense that was designed like to where if you wanted to play DB, you had to be able to tackle. Like, you know, and I know a lot of people in the past were always like when they started doing the RPOs against us, like, oh, we got our DBs. They got to come up and tackle us. Miss. And like that's kind of where the game has, you know, transformed to lately. You know, they, they try to put the DBs in those open spaces. So definitely want to, you know, be conscious to the run, especially like with Michigan. They try to get it out on the edges and make the DBs tackle. But you don't want to get caught looking in that backfield, man, because all it takes is one. And like you say, you can put anybody back there sometimes to hit a wide open guy. You know, all it takes is to be caught lacking once. I, I'm I'm on a perpetual reel here where I'm exposing myself to being made fun of for years mm. by saying something stupid. But I, I just I, I got to be honest, though. I'm not going to hedge. I, I'm going to be tell you exactly what I think, whatever it is. I will be stunned if Michigan's wide receiver room has a good day on Saturday. The pathway to a victory for Michigan, other than weird stuff, the four turnover margin, something like that. Michigan State fumbles four times. That's that's weird. Mm-hmm. That's that's a, you know something. God forbid happens to Peyton Thorne on the throw that out. Weird stuff aside, the only way I see Michigan winning this game is seventeen thirteen. You know seventeen ten uh, maybe. You know where it's just a grind. They can move the ball four yards a pop. Their defense does their job on our offense. But I just I I am not afraid of McNamara or that offense. Mm-hmm. I'm just not. If the, if you guys clear twenty points offensively, not special teams or defensive touchdowns, if you your offense, Chris scores twenty plus, I will honestly be very surprised. I mm-hmm. I, I think it's a bad matchup for you. My concerns are. Do we get stuffed? Because I've seen Michigan State for all of the electricity we've mm-hmm. seen with Kenneth Walker, top five on any list for Heisman. We have seen these periods where, I mean, for an entire half against Nebraska, Nebraska. we didn't get a first down. That was awful. I've never, I don't think I've ever <laughs> seen that. And we saw some, uh, sorry, bad offenses at the end of the D'Antonio. I, we've never seen an entire half without a first down. And I'm sorry, it's not like you were playing an elite in the country defense either. I mean, they're fine. They're not bad. But it was, an, you know, it's a B minus B, B minus defense in Nebraska. I have a fear that if that defense was able to hold this offense with all quarterback was healthy, Walker was on the field, all the receivers were there. There wasn't some mitigating circumstance. If they were able to hold that offense to zero first downs and a half, what could Michigan do? Mm-hmm. That's is that I mean, am I being paranoid? That's how they lose this game. They lose this game 17-13. They're not losing. 28-24. I just don't think that. I think it's going to be an ugly-ass game for Michigan to win. Yeah, I picked Michigan State to win 28-24. I do think Michigan will be able to score and like move the ball on play action with their with their tight ends. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's how they they move the ball down the field. Whether or not Michigan State leaves that that middle open for them, that's a whole other story. I would like this. I think this would be perfect for a Narduzzi type defense where the corners are pressing and it forces mm-hmm. it forces you know McNamara to throw down the sidelines throw make that difficult throw 30 yards down the field that's what I, I would love to see but that's not the kind of defense um Hazelton has been playing all year it's been it's been more and I hate this cliche of of Ben don't break but like they're allowing teams to throw underneath and they've been able to stop teams in the red zone and um, I don't know, man. I, I, I can see Michigan scoring, you know, 17 to, to 24 points. I'd be shocked if it's if it's any more than that. They haven't really shown the ability to kind of score against a, a better team. 
Michigan will go on these like nine minute drives because they don't turn the ball over ever, yeah. which is a problem. <laughs> which is which is you know part of the reason they're undefeated too. A huge right? reason. Yeah. The turnover. I mean, there, there's no greater mitigating circumstance. Like like a professional gambler will tell you, like the, the most undervalued team in Vegas is a team that has a really bad turnover margin because the theory is they tend to even out. So you could have like a two and five team that's actually really good, mm-hmm. but they're negative eleven in turnovers, and it's like it just kills you. What is Michigan's turnover margin? I don't know. I don't know how many they're forcing. So that's that'd be some perspective. I just know I never see them giving it up, and that is yeah, that's I, they don't turn and they just don't. I mean, if, I think they're only well, McNamara had the one interception, two turnovers Nebraska, all year, and then uh, like the the third string quarterback, they got Bowman or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Against Wisconsin, that was yeah, their first turnover right. of the year. That, that doesn't yeah. count. Yeah, like, that's that was just, you know, the, the game. Yeah, and I maybe they had a fumble I think last week, but again, it was like Donovan Edwards who. Uh, you know, exciting talent, but for now, like it's a freshman, third string running back, so they don't force a ton though either. Yeah, um, I feel like they you know, they had an interception last week. Adrian Martinez, um, uh, yeah, that's that, true. that was a huge one. Yeah, one very big takeaway. But, but yeah, I, I feel like they have generally not been. I feel like they play a similar defense. You know, like yeah, it's may, hit the underneath throws. You got to keep doing it, keep doing. It. I mean, you know, most yeah. college teams can't do that. When you have teams that are like I think they are equally matched in a lot of ways, talent for talent, very similar. I think just not fucking up is <laughs> such an advantage, and Michigan is a little bit better at not fucking up. Right. Like, and, and that's you know we're talking about my concerns because I get accused of being just a, a blanket Michigan hater. I, I just, I'm just being honest. Like, I'm not afraid of McNamara. Sorry. Mm-hmm. My biggest fear, the Bill Simmons thing. Famously, he always says. I think he invented this concept, but just do, if if you're doing something that makes your opponent like thrilled, probably not do that. I can always speak for myself. I think the Michigan State fans around me that I've spoken to are in agreement. My fear was McCarthy was going to be five snaps in week one, seven, eight, nine. Yeah. Uh, not snap throws in week two. It you know, built up, built up, and they were going to flip it now. Like right, like week. This is the first week where McCarthy takes the majority of the snaps. I have a lot more fear of McCarthy. It's just the Same. unknown and the little bit I've seen that he can do. McNair can't do that. He doesn't have the, the ability to do it. Yeah. I, I just, Michigan, my fear is not in, in you guys doing shit on offense. I, you guys will score a couple times. But 28-24, that's a Michigan State win, in my opinion. Your opinion. Yeah, so no, Your, that, that, that was my Michigan State pick. Right. 28-24. I don't see 28-24 Michigan. I, weird stuff ha- happens, but Michigan... 17, 13. That's the kind of thing I see. Just and the teams are evenly matched, and you don't fuck up. Michigan State's one fuck up away from that being the difference. I mean, I don't know. I feel pretty good about it. This is the most, Chris, I'm curious your opinion. This is the most reserved and, and cautious I have ever seen the Michigan fan base. There's always, you can point to this jackass on Twitter or whatever. They're always out there. But in totality, you guys seem kind of like uh, we're going to let our play talk this time. Like it's not been your reputation as a fan base. You're like the, you're like the most humble guy ever. Like you two. Yeah. I mean, I can't even take it anymore. But um, <laughs> you know, it's just what's your sense like yourself and also just the people around you, the people you talk to. Like you guys have kind of a a healthy nervousness. Is that fair? Uh, yeah, I think that's fair. The the Michigan analogy for the season, like an go blog, has been Charlie Brown with the football, right? And, like, we've seen Michigan get off to good starts, maybe not a ton that are quite this good. Mm-hmm. You know, 2016, know, were they 10-0 or 9-0, yeah, whatever nine, it was. 9-0, yep. Um, this might be the best start since then. But, you know, seeing them come out good in the non-conference, you know, 
Washington wasn't actually that good, you know, all, all those sorts of things. Um, and so, yeah, it's when do you, when does that real hope start to creep in? When do you let that creep in as a, a fan base that has been hurt so many times, mainly by Ohio State, of course, and Michigan State is a part of that too. Um, and so I, I think that's a big part of it, right? Um, you know, I think Michigan can win. I, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to guarantee it or anything like that. But I, I like their chances hedging. to win. You're hedging. Yes. I think some of the hesitation for this year is because of what happened last year. Michigan was a huge, huge favorite. Should have yeah. won the game. I mean, yeah. they really. Michigan was, was probably the better team um, last year, especially going into that game. And, you know, Michigan, Michigan lost to two guys. They lost to Ricky White. And they they lost to uh, Rocky Lombardi. Yeah, I mean that that was pretty much the entire game. Was was those two you know those two down the field and that was it. Yeah, and you know yeah. what was Michigan? Michigan was favored by twenty four and a yeah, half. Yeah, 24, 24 points. I mean, I think yeah. that's what some of the hesitation is this year. Is there you know like you felt stunned, um, you know for for last year. Yeah, I think that's. I mean, it's always been you know Michigan State has certainly flipped the script recently. But you know yeah. I remember you know when I was younger it was always like. Um, you know, Michigan is generally the better team, but, you know, State is always going to give them a good game, right? Yeah. Rivalry throughout the records, you know, all, all those cliches. Um, so I think that feeling has always been there now as Michigan has recovered from, you know, Rich Rod and Hook and all that. Like, now it's more even, but still that same feeling that, like, man, something something is going to go wrong, right? There's going to be trouble with the snap. Like, who <laughs> yeah. knows? Like, some, something is going to happen. Like, it, it's just, it's not that easy, right? They're not just going to go in and, and steamroll them in East Lansing and come out you know, unscathed with a nice victory. I want to pivot quickly to Harbaugh. And again, another thing we could do a ton of time on, but just quickly, you were there, Jalen. and your incredible play happened in year one of the Harbaugh era. Yep. When they make that hire, I, I'm not going to pull up the tweets because it's humiliating, but I had tweets out there that said, this guy's going to win two or more national titles Correct. in Michigan. I was like, I, I loved him in San Francisco, liked him in Stanford. I was a big Harbaugh fan. I was very upset when they hired him. You were in the football building that year at Michigan State, you know, when they hired him down the road. What was the sort of vibe? Did you guys give a fuck? Like, were you like me, like shaking in the corner? Or what was the, the Michigan Tell State? Him, Jaylen, yeah. Tell him, Jalen. Tell him, Jalen. Was it, were you rolling your eyes? Was there, it was like, oh, that's a power You're like, move. this dude's like, a chump. I mean, like, it, it wasn't, I mean, of course it was like, okay, you know, they, they're trying to make steps to get a better coach, you know, maybe change the program around. But that didn't mean shit to us. We were still Michigan State. We were still the Spartans, yeah, yeah. you know, whatever they had going on. You know, we'll see him when we see him. I don't I don't even think we it was brought up to be like spoke about like, oh, you know, cause none of that shit really mattered. It was the same guys going to be there and whoever's going to be there is going to be lining up against us. So, yeah, you guys never really see in D'Antonio's era to care about like the there's no intimidation of like that, that scene from Catch Me If You Can. It's like, well, why do the Yankees always win? The team can't stop staring at the pinstripes. Like no. you guys, you guys never had a problem like focusing and just. You had you put no power behind them. Where I'm sorry, I, I you'll never convince me that John L. Smith like didn't check for Lloyd Carr under his bed at night. Like right. I, it just he just there was there was this feeling about it. Yeah, well, this just, is like bringing up the the yeah. Aaron Rodgers but, Mary for me. But it, but you know, you could throw Bobby in there. Yeah. I mean, honestly, there was a period where, and it was my childhood growing up where. And it drove to, I, I know, um, you know, some people hate Mike Volani, maybe even at this table, but like he nailed it in real time where he said like, man, I'm done with like accepting that we're lesser. D'Antonio seemed to come in and be like, 
I don't give a fuck how good your fight song is. Like, you know, we're yeah. we're gonna beat you like we're trying to beat everybody else. Right. There was there was respect for the opponent, but there was no deference. Respect, mm-hmm. but no deference. I think Tucker seems to have carried that on. Like, there's no, he has, yeah. For sure. I mean, last year being an incredible example. I don't know. I mean, going this game is different, right? I mean, this is Tucker's leaning into that, but the, the whole like, oh, it's another game on the schedule. That's that's nonsense. Oh yeah, it's, it's definitely different. Like. It's something to where even if you aren't from Michigan, you know, as soon as you get to Michigan State and you kind of just be you're around the environment, like you just you build that hate, you build that hate with you. Like I have uh, my old teammate, Madre London, you guys. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, He's staying with me right now. And we were just talking about today. He's like, man, I'm not even from Michigan and I hate Michigan, you know, (laughs) so it it, it just kind of gets instilled into you as you're there, like even being recruited and, you know, you just get to come in the building and see, you know, all the, the pictures, you know, pictures of the rivalry, like. That shit just builds on you, man. Yeah. They, say, they show pictures of Chris right now in the building. So they <laughs> right. build the hate, <laughs> yeah. build the yeah. hatred for Michigan State football players. Like, what's this Michigan guy doing? Poor oh, Chris. Okay, that guy. Yeah, yeah, Chris. You're, you're an incredible like prop for the yeah. Michigan State like, <laughs> athletic department and the fan base. And another, like, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. But no, you can cut like, off all day. Another thing with, like, Coach D and, and the whole rivalry, like, I just, he always just wanted to make sure, like, it was never to him, like, oh, you know, we got to come in acting like we ready to bite some he's just focused like that was this whole thing like you know there's got to be a different focus about this week he is not saying like oh you know we're coming out we're going live all damn week we, we're beating up on the scout team they they're practically michigan at us it's just he wanted everything to be you know move correctly you know he wanted no problems he said every day like hey this is a serious week no problems you know you know stay the course so I don't think it's ever in his head to just go out there, you know, and get the bragging rights. Like you said, it's more so, you know, getting our respect since every year, you know, we always the underdogs in this game. Every year we we come into this game, we're the underdogs. Like that's, this is a respect game for us every year. I think part of D'Antonio's success has a lot to do with his temperament. He wasn't like really high. He was never really low and his temperament. I think caused a lot of his players you know to stay focused and i think that's why i really think that's why he was so successful man like Mm -hmm. i I, i'm trying to think of a time i mean yes he did have a heart attack after after the the notre dame game but i i never like if you watched him on the sideline he was never like overly what's what's jubilant he wasn't demonstrative he was he was very even keel and i i think the players like kind of looked at him and said, well, if coaches always like that, then I got to stay focused, you know, the entire time. And I think we've seen that a lot with, with coaches who are more, you know, like, you know, even keel, like a kind of like a, a Nick Saban, whereas like some of the coaches that are demonstrative don't, I don't know, don't perform as well you know, under pressure. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we we haven't run a graph on that, but it, it makes sense intuitively, <laughs> right? I mean, I'm, I'm trying to think of, I mean, Jim Harbaugh has been in the past very, Right. He's been very demonstrative. He's and, mellowed out recently. Yeah. 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 No, yeah. Like the last few years. I mean, but he was a guy that threw clipboards and kind of threw tam- tantrums on the on the side. I think he's definitely like peeled back from doing that. Who's another? You mean another? I mean, like, um, you know, Andy Reid is pretty like even keel yeah. um, on the sidelines. And yeah, I, I just feel like that is probably a good um, coach, like personality trait. Do you feel like Harbaugh has been like, he he went back to kind of more chill and mellow, like since he's kind of been back around, like the college scene. Or I think it's the lack of success. Yeah, I think he's I think been it humbled. Is. I think it's the lack of success. Yeah, I was just gonna say, like, 
another thing, like, you know, Michigan, they do their thing, you know, they, they're big, big on publicity and, you know, Michigan State as well. But I think like when you just, when your coach is like, like, like you say, never, you don't know if he's high or low about it, you know, yeah. it doesn't have you going into it too confident, like, oh, coach said, we gonna roll these guys. So, you know, it is what it is. But I also felt like, you know, not just it being Coach Harbaugh or how we, how they take it. I don't know what they think of, of Michigan State week. I can only read off of what we give. And to the, to us, it's always like, oh, Michigan State, whoop-de-whoop, little brother, no matter what the records are, no matter what the, you know, the past outcomes have been. So I think it, it kind of can lean on the players a little bit, like, you know, put more pressure on the players. Like, mm-hmm. oh, man, to hell with Michigan State. But at the end of the day, they got to see us. So, yeah. Uh, you know, I I don't know what the vibes are over there, but maybe that maybe that's what it is. D'Antonio has always kind of played the the disrespect. I mean, it's almost become a meme at <laughs> yeah, this point. That's I wanted to ask how it was the real disrespect, that was. right? It's, it's a real thing. They, they, they want to mock us. Yeah, you know, they want to make us a mockery, but it, it's not over. It'll never be over, and and that's how. That's I mean, how that was, was the rallying cry for a solid decade. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah that was like what I would watch to cheer myself up before the play that you made. Actually, it's like, <laughs> it's like all right, yeah, fuck Michigan. And it's <laughs> like every year they get amnesia because they like throw more fuel in the fire. They come in and put daggers in the field. Milton and, in the post game press conference last year. Like, yeah, that was that was ridiculous. How, how do, I mean, it's one thing to go in with bravado, unjustified bravado before the game. How do you woo? And say that the guy who was a huge factor in you losing, oh, that guy wasn't on my radar. Yeah. He didn't even know Simmons Man, won. it was a very bad look. I think it was bad look for Michigan, but also just like personally yeah. for him. It was just it made him look bad. Yeah. Almost as bad as when he ran out of bounds on fourth down. Yeah. They would expire. Sorry, Chris. We're just now we're just egging you <laughs> oh, on. Oh, yeah, yeah. The Michigan yeah. hour. Yeah. Sorry. So, so but Harbaugh's good. So no, I, I think Harbaugh came in to the University of Michigan, justifiably so, thinking like, I'm gonna run this shit. I'm going to win a couple conferences. I'm going to go to the playoff. Yeah. I think he came Take in. and my team to Africa, Jamaica, Paris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything is great. Go. I was going to bring up just the, the like the rap video with the convertible and stuff. Mm-hmm. I forgot yeah. about all that mm-hmm. shit. But it was he had uh, an attitude about acting petulant on the sidelines where, look, actually, I, I, human nature with the success that he had, guy rolls out of bed in San Diego, they're, they're – 80% better. Their win total triples. Stanford, same thing. San Francisco, Jim Tom Sula is slobbering on the sidelines. Yeah. It just they're falling on their face. Mike Singletary is like talking about mooning or pulling his pants up or whatever the fuck that was. I don't, I'm still not sure what he was talking about. <laughs> no Harbaugh shows up there overnight, 12 and 4. 12 yeah. and 4. Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. On the eve of the Super Bowl, Sher, you know, Sherman makes an incredible play on an interception. Uh, you know, in Seattle to prevent another Super Bowl. They were within a hair of coming back and beating the Ravens. Like I get why the guy's been a fucking home run everywhere. Mm-hmm. I get why he's going to come in. Hey, shit, I was winning at San Diego and mm-hmm. Stanford. I'm definitely going to win at Michigan, and I think he has been humbled. I don't think it's you know anything other than that, the change in him. I think if he loses, or Michigan loses, but he's a coach, if he loses this game on Saturday, I think the Michigan-Harbaugh thing is done. I'm not saying they're going to fire him <laughs> in the alley. He'll be there. I don't think they're even going to fire him after the year. But I don't think they're going to beat Ohio State this year. You never know. I don't think they're going to do it. And if you go 10-2, and two, I talked about it with Stoney from 97-1 last week. If you go 10-2, and two, but you lose to Michigan State and Ohio State, you're winless against Ohio State. You've been there seven years. You're 3-4 and four against Michigan State. He's done, right, Chris? I mean, he's like, it just, the whole, it's not happening at that point. 
That's yeah. I don't know if they they would fire him. Not talking about firing. Yeah, I mean, it's just this is the last straw in terms of like you, the yeah. fan. This is just never just like happen. your confidence in him, right? right. Yeah. Right. So I think you start to to lose that for sure. And I mean, so I think they'll bring it back. And you know, if JJ gets in there, you know, who knows? Maybe he'll light the world on fire, right? And win the Heisman, and everything will be right. But it, it, you're 100 right. It, like had his chances, you know. You know, JT was short, all that. Like, yeah. could it, it would have just changed the script of everything this entire time? Like, we would have always had that to lean on. And but, hundred percent right. If you, like, you got someone's got to give at some point, right? I mean, ten wins, great season. Who, who doesn't like ten wins, right? But you know, if you don't get those satisfying victories, like, and it, it, it's fun to beat Maryland and Indiana, right? I mean, Rich Rod and Hoke were losing those, but again, like <laughs> you said, at some point you got you got to take that step, and it. If it, this seems again, it's lining up like it could be the year. They're seven and zero. You know they're favored for whatever that's worth in East Lansing. Like Ohio State comes to Ann Arbor. Like you think that line could be close. Like if they're still, if Michigan doesn't fall apart before then. Um, but like at some point, you got to cash in, right? I mean, divisions aside, and I know it's a huge mitigating circumstance. The fact that Northwestern has been to Indianapolis and Michigan hasn't is like it's pretty embarrassing, stunning to me. I mean, you could throw Nebraska in there too, but at least Nebraska is like a historically. I mean, they've got titles and that, but whatever. We'll we'll kind of wrap it there, just real quick as we get out of here. I I kind of know what Jalen's doing on Saturday for the game, so I don't have to ask him. You know, I think I might see out there. You should be the college game day yeah. picker. <laughs> That's a good idea. Yeah, maybe they can let you I'm know ten, start ten minutes before. Right after yeah. the show, <laughs> ten yeah, minutes, before, ten minutes before yeah, they're right. gonna find his number. Like, hey man, can you can you be across yeah. campus in nine minutes? <laughs> Mike you up. Wait, what are you doing Saturday? Are you like uh, watching at a bar? Are you gonna be at the game? What are you doing? Uh, we're going to East Lansing. Got, you know, so you'll be in East Lansing, Chris. Yes. Come by the tailgate. I'll be in the stadium wide. <laughs> I'm telling her the audience is welcome. Uh, it'll be uh, a lot of celebrities. It'll be me and my friends. So yeah, very. It'll be a lot of dignitaries, but. Yeah, stadium lot. We're going to be there. You got a spot picked out already? Like where you're going? Uh, we got like, you know, everybody in the entire state, it feels like is going to be there. So we got five, six, ten. Now another tailgate, you know, we could stop by. Uh, but you know, I, I couldn't justify paying that much for a ticket for the game. So probably not going to make it unless, unless somebody out there watching you know, wants to sell it one for cheap. But where are you going to watch it? Um, probably just like at a tailgate or something. Oh, at a tailgate? Yeah. I, here's the thing. I, I always say don't give your tickets to, to Michigan fans. but the idea of Michigan versus Michigan State and Jalen Watts Jackson and Chris Baldwin are both in the building. I feel like <laughs> from the Michigan State Carbic standpoint, we might have to get him in the game. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I feel like I feel like we should get Jalen and, and Chris at midfield. <laughs> Could you imagine the like they're still yeah, for the coin toss? That'd be fantastic. I think it'd be funny if they just sat together at the game. Like didn't didn't tell anybody they were doing it. Yeah. Like it's just like how many because people like we talked about would recognize you and be like, Yeah, who's that guy you're with? Right. Yeah. yeah. That would right. be something else. I don't know. And they're just like eating next to each other. <laughs> yeah. They got a hot dog and this guy's got cauliflower wings because he's a vegetarian now. Uh, little pretzel or something. All right. I'll let it I'll let it go. So you're 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 st- you're in Lansing now, right? So it's gonna be, you know, you could like jog there basically but yeah yeah i'm not very far that's pretty awesome man so I, i'm fired up it's going to be an incredible uh weekend i don't know what isaac's doing i was trying to invite him to the tailgate he's like i'm 50 50 i'm yeah. 50 so you're 50 still you're still a game time decision yeah yeah i yeah. have pistons tickets that night too and i want to see cade um like, in on, person man. i know i i'm i if i could Is if cade i knew i could playing? pull the the double I, I would for sure go. But I also have a problem going and we talked about this. I don't like going to football games because I can't see everything that's happening. Whereas like with basketball games, I definitely like I enjoy going to basketball games, but football games, like I feel like I things get lost. 
especially if you're on the other side of the field from like where the action is happening. I just, I, it bothers me, man. The I, best seat in Spartan Stadium is first row of the upper bowl. I would rather sit there than anywhere else in that building. Upper bowl, first row, you get that like kind of offensive coordinator or defensive coordinator yeah. view. That that's like the seat you can see everything. But any anything in the lower bowl sucks, man. You really can't you see on the other side. Yeah, the you, you can't see on the other side of the field. And it, it really bothers me. I was excited. Now I don't want to go. Fuck yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. So all right. Well, I, Jalen, I think you're going to the game. I, I think the I karma am. is is good for you to be there. We might have to find a way to get Chris there. I feel good. We'll finish with just give me your score. What happens on Saturday? We're so close. I'll start. I'm going 24-23 Michigan State. That's where I think it lands. Very one close. Point. One I think it's Sheesh. I think it's I think it's agonizingly close. Four or four and a half point spread. It, look, six, seven points is a one score game. It, it could happen. I don't th- I think it's asinine that that's a spread, but very tight game. Isaac will go. Spin around counterclockwise. Twenty eight. I've 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 said my my piece. It's twenty eight twenty four. I think Michigan State scores a a late touchdown, uh, a thorn to to a reed or a nailer in the last like five minutes of the game. Yeah. Well, my calls will be off in that case. Yeah. Uh, Jalen, what's I up? I definitely. Uh, I'm gonna go twenty seven seventeen Spartan Dogs. Yes. As you love know. you, Jalen. We'll see where it goes. I yeah. love it. Love it. Chris, you're um, going to be the dissenter. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Bring <laughs> bad news, guys. I'll really think about it. I'm going to go 24 20 Michigan. I mean, yeah, I think it's going to be close. It's, score. It's yeah. an even game. Probably some right field goals. The, right on the spread, too. 24 yeah. 20. Right yeah. 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 I, it's There'd very be some happy people out there still. If, if they just covered the spread, like just covered, <laughs> yeah. I won't be happy. Yeah. No, I will not be happy because mine's a money line. I need bet, our so. win today, yeah. lose. He yeah. said mine's a money line. But. Yeah, it'll, it'll be top ramen for the kids for a couple months. <laughs> is, is Bear betting against <laughs> us this year? Who? Bear. What's his name? Bear. Uh, is that the guy? The um, from the game day guy. The game day guy. guy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what he's doing. I don't, I don't know. As long as he's betting against us. It's picked against us like every week. And he's. Wait, for sure, ESPN does not have a game day picker, right? Not yet. Well, <laughs> no, no sure. I don't think so. I haven't heard that they have. No. Jalen Watts Jackson. He should be. Jalen Watts Jackson, everyone. Yeah, he's available. Right. Or if you're looking for the bigger celebrity, there, Chris man. is also available. I heard right. If yeah. you're the game day picker, I'm coming up for sure. Like, I, I will definitely come up. I think yeah. I fucked up. I should have had a painting commissioned of you, Chris. I get the, get the bigger superstar. Yeah. So, I thought head to head guest picker. We can both do it. We yeah. Get all of, we'll well, just get all the Michigan memes and put them in one page. Yeah, like yeah, the Michael right, Jordan right. crying, the Desmond Howard, like, <laughs> at the end, like. Desmond's oh, underrated, man, by the way. Man, yeah. Man, that's, that's you got a lot of people off the hook with, yeah. with your you thing, did. Yeah. including Tim sitting next to you standing next to you so we'll wrap there uh man I said it once at the top but this is really cool I appreciate your time you both do not live down the street this was a haul for you um a little haul, a little haul. yeah so I, I appreciate it um hopefully Jalen I see you this weekend uh Chris you know you're very welcome I'll be in uh it's lot 79 stadium lot like if you're going to the game, you have to walk right past me. Actually, so like right. no, you know, I I don't know. We might have humble to get you brag. There. You have good you have good tailgating spot. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, but my seats are. I'm I'm working on the seats though. I I thought my good friend Brian Masalam would come through, and he was like, yeah, here's the link. To, they start opening at 11 for ticket sales. It's like uh, that was the end. Brian Masalam sending me a link. Oof, it broke ouch. my heart. I I may have made all that up, but but, <laughs> but Brian Masalam's like in the huddle. I don't know how this guy does it. It's like you're not even a trustee anymore. He's a great guy. I don't know. I, I know he's a former player, but like, why don't why aren't you on the sideline? Like, if Masalam can get in there, you, you might sh- be. I don't. I don't even know. I haven't like. I I gotta go. I find out like the day of 
Like, you know, when you're alumni and stuff, yeah, like, when you're, like, alumni and stuff now, they're like, oh, yeah, we got you. And they're like, they just hit you up randomly with an email or something. Like, yeah, go pick up your tickets. (laughs) You're on the same email thread I am. (laughs) You got a field pass. Go pick it up. If I had any control, I I would carry you in, like, Prince Ali, like, in Aladdin. (laughs) I would have have trumpets playing. I would have you on my shoulder. I may need a little assistance. Isaac will jump in. I don't yeah. know. But but you know, it, it kind of goes speaks back to it. Like, you know, they aren't like Michigan State. We just aren't, you know, big on that whole thing. Like, you know, definitely like Phil Pass, you know, maybe show me and uh, like to have me running out on Coach Tucker's back, like dilly dilly. Yeah. Like, um, <laughs> I don't think they'll, I don't think they'll. Be it. Well, I don't, look, there's a, there's like an eight foot painting of you commissioned outside of our walls. Yeah. <laughs> there is no adulation that I'll be like, um, that was a little bit over the top. You can't come up with anything. Like they could have people fanning you. Like, Squirrel just, suit uh, in there, fly in. Doesn't matter. MC Hammer pants like dance around you. They could have Katy Perry serenading you as you walk into Spartan Stadium. <laughs> nothing would be like, ah, oh, come on, guys. Like spend some money on the library. Nothing. That, that, that's the status you hold. Well, thank you guys. Um, incredible night. Incredible experience. Awesome. I, I just had you guys both tell your story. Appreciate it again. Again, you did come quite a ways. So. Can't say enough about both of you. Uh, two classy guys. Like, really nice and kind, like, human beings. Like, I said it before about, like, Jalen. He's really one of the, like, the most kind human beings I've ever met. And, like, now, like, I feel, like, sincerely bad about all the things <laughs> I have done uh done out like for and against chris like in the last six years i mean, i don't know i've i've like i wanted to hug chris for years he gave us an incredible yeah. uh yeah sort of like exclamation point on the whole moment right yeah i mean just so a, i've always liked chris but. just a response to anything that they could say just send it back to him like just, just look at this real quick yeah yeah <laughs> i don't know i think you got a pretty good deal man it's like shit you're meeting d'antonio at the award show you're you're air mailing pitches at whitecaps games it's had a lot of fun with yeah you know? it's the yeah. pillow for me still man yeah. yeah, it's the pillow every time. I'm gonna me. make it's you a pillow. pillow. I'm gonna sew you a pillow. Slow <laughs> JWJ pillow. Yeah, we need the Jalen pillow. Yeah, I'll give you one of the napkins we have left over from the party. It was like right. five thousand. So, all right, that's it. Spiro Avenue show. Justin Spiro. We got a lot coming uh, down the road. We had what three shows in a week, Ben? I think we've been really working hard. I am going to East Lansing tomorrow. My tailgate is going to be my first tailgate in like five years. Combination of uh, having three kids, five and under, COVID. Uh, just dang. being busy. What? I said, dang. Yeah. You said three children. Oh yeah. Very, me. very well. My wife's very attractive. So that, that's <laughs> part of it. Uh, so it's been a crazy time. I'm excited to be back there. To me, it is the greatest place on earth, even though I do not recognize it. It looks like a bizarre, I don't know if you've been there recently, Isaac, there's like six high rises there. I'm like, oh, I used yeah, to, yeah, yeah. You've, yeah, I mean, you live near there. It's, it's a lot different. Yeah, Completely lot different. different. You could see the whole town from like any end of it. Five yeah. years ago, now you can't see anything. We got a couple of nice high-rise bars. I know we spoke about the graduate. You can pretty much see all the campus from there. It's, yeah. it's nice, man. It's nice. I'm excited yeah. to be back there, even if I don't recognize half the places and mm. everything close. I'm an old fuddy-duddy. But uh, mm. love you guys, everyone here. You guys were awesome. Honestly, I'd have all you back. Chris, you just know your shit with Michigan. I I, I need as many Michigan people as possible because <laughs> yeah, you they know, don't hit you. Well, there's a bar- <laughs> there's a barrier to entry. It's the the you know environment around you. You know, right. it doesn't. It's not the friendly confines at Wrigley. <laughs> let's call it that. But uh, thank you all for watching Spiro Avenue Show. We got a lot more coming the next couple months. I'm excited. Uh, ben is tired of me sending him the prep sheet four hours before we go live. So I don't know how excited he is. But Poor Ben. 
Thank you to cool, Ben. Man. We call him the great and powerful Oz on the other side of the curtain. All sorts of magic and smoke coming out of there. Shout Golf out, clap for shout Ben. Eric Williamson, who's three and a half hours past his bedtime. And shout out to your friends. I know it's, it's Maddie and Ken? Dan. Dan? There was an yeah. N at the end. I get like a third credit. <laughs> so, yeah, I think they're sitting at my bar. Hopefully there's some alcohol left. They've been sitting there the whole time. But yeah. uh, looking forward to it. Um, you know, sorry, Chris, but. Fuck Michigan. Go go green. Hope go green. Business. Go, green. Go, go green. Spartan dogs. Yeah. We'll be in. We'll see you next week, guys. Get up there in East Lansing. Lot 79. I'll be up there with bells on. I love you guys. Thanks for watching. Michigan fans, you're all right. You got an elite fight song in Zingerman's. It's awesome. We'll see you guys next time. <laughs> Spirit Avenue Show. Justin Spiro. Thank you. See you next time.